0: Listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. To be fair. with your
1: hosts, Van Nunley and Fred Slow.
0: This is all right.
1: This is going to be so good cool. 95.9 FM, 610, the sports animal, the cream of the crop, and talkabq.com.
2: Turn it up. Turn it up.
3: Good morning, Sweet 16. My name is Fred Slow. Alongside me, my very own Oral Roberts. Oh, what? Van Nunley. Good
1: morning, Van. Hey, buddy. Sario's running a little late. It's not your fault. It's, hey, it's not your fault. Just
3: like in the greatest hey. movie ever made in 1997.
1: It's not your fault.
3: Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> As Robin Williams said to a troubled Matt Damon not your fault it's my dog's fault what you know how gluttonous my dogs are today's varsity top excuses for being late is today's varsity they also ate my homework you're gonna put that you're gonna put it on your dogs today <laughs> today's varsity i need to, i'm gonna write that down today's varsity
1: so they have this ravenous appetite they're just so gluttonous i had to get them one of those like maze looking puzzle bowls and now they just lollygag around with the food. A what bowl? Like a maze? Like corn? N- no, 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 no. What are you? What are you? A settler? Are you a Spanish settler? I'm thinking about homesteading. <laughs> no, it's like it's got these raised sections to where they can't just like get a whole giant mouthful of food and like choke to death. They got to like pick out a nibble at a time. What are you going on about? You've been on my back porch a thousand times. You know exactly what they are. I, I first of all, you have a hammock. So I don't know why you think I would at
3: all pay attention to your dog bowl. <laughs> Good morning, Michael Vital. How are you? Doing very well. Good. How's your bracket?
0: Uh, that was that was gone a long time ago, though I do have Ooh. Oregon in the final four because I have them being Gonzaga. And the other thing is I've got Loyola <laughs> Chicago in the Elite Eight, but that's all.
1: I saw Loyola coming. I didn't see the Pac-12 coming.
3: Is there a punchline here? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see any of this. I had Illinois winning the whole thing, so that tells you what I know.
1: Mm.
0: Well, they're the big chokers of the Big Ten year in and year out. When Lou Henson was there years ago, I don't know if you remember 2005. Him, Fred. Yeah, because in the area where you grew up, he's known very well for choking.
3: <sighs> that 2005 Illinois North Carolina championship where North Carolina had like no superstars, they had Sean May, and you were like, who? Who? Sean May? Who? And you're like, okay, illinois got this. Well, it's not a who. You still remember his name. Yeah. So there's that. Because I remember what he did to me. (laughs) Because I remember things I choose to forget in my life. I think they had Rashad McCants. He could play. Yeah, they did. He was in the association. Yes. But I believe if you go to North Carolina, you just
1: get a look. Just get a look. I don't care how horrible I am. If I get to play in them baby blues, sign me up. I agree. There's something special about that powder
3: blue. Like the Royals powder blue.
0: How about the neon green of Oregon?
3: I'm in on that. I like all the weird stuff. All the Oregon and so all the Maryland. About- we're talking about sports today, man. <laughs> Wait. Is that what are talking about? Weird stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a little confused. Give me all the weird jerseys you got. Give me all the weird jerseys. That's what Nike does so well. They just keep it weird. Nike is the Austin of clothing.
1: Sure. That's a yeah, good I reference. Get, I get that. Very good. Super well, good reference. Well done.
3: 505-246-0610. We have a guest lined up, but it's not lined up, so that's fluid right now. So updates to come on that. No, No teasers or spoilers. Do
1: we get to do three hours today, Vital? Vital, right, are we doing three hours today? They, they're cutting us so, off again. No,
0: three is, hours. All right. You Because I'll fight for you for it. Oh. with that extra, I can cut out the other guys.
3: He'll fight you for it. What was that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got the brains. You got the looks. Now let's go make some money.
3: That,
1: <laughs> that's the attitude right there.
3: And I'd be more excited about that. Would you move up in the draft to take us, Vital? Say if you were... Going to make a big trade. Would you move up in the draft?
0: Well, I don't have enough money to do it for both of you, so it'd have to be one or the other. All right, that's actually, that makes perfect
3: sense. I think we're a tandem, though, right? It's like Reggie Bush and Lindell White. Got a lot of references from 2005 right well, here. That is. Damn, you're showing your age today. The Miami Dolphins traded the number three overall selection in the draft to the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers van named after the gold rush of 1849 when grandfather of Steve Young, Brigham Young, led a convoy of individuals on a journey for
1: financial, individual, and spiritual success. Something, something, and then built the railroads.
3: Yes, <laughs> all the railroads.
1: Kids out there, if you're listening, this is not accurate history. <laughs> Do not requote and share this to anyone you know. The
3: 49ers, okay, here's how it goes. The Dolphins were number three. And as we have pointed out multiple times in this show, the worst pick in the history of the NFL draft. So they fooled the 49ers and John Lynch into taking it. (laughs) Dolphins go to 12 best news in the history of all news for Tula, Tula, Tula,
1: Tula. Because he's set now. He's so average. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 I don't see him turning into a thing. No. You got to build around him. You can't make Tula, 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 Tula a thing. You just say Tua. I think people know who you're talking about. What did I say? Hula, Tula, Ula, Bula, Bula. A lot of
3: left-handed quarterback talk here to open the program. So the 12th pick goes to Miami, which I don't care what that is. That's going to be a lineman I'll never hear about again. That doesn't matter to me.
0: They got about 100 first-round draft picks. Good for them.
1: They're going to be good, only if they had a a right-handed quarterback. That's what you need (laughs)
3: The My, like, Miami does something weird. They do, like, uh, like, on home games, like, you know how your team is supposed to be, like, on the right sideline. Now they're going to be like, we want to be on the left. We want to make everything more comfortable. They just put mirrors up all over the place. Mm-hmm. Look, guys, it's regular.
1: They put one of Ned Flanders stores in the, nice. the mall in Miami. It's called the leftorium. hmm <laughs> <laughs>
3: Third round pick in 2022. There's something I don't care about. Here we go. First round pick in 2022, so that's not this one, that's the next one. And a first round pick in 2023. What? Who is San Francisco looking at? And why do they hate Jimmy freaking Garoppolo so much?
0: He's destined to do hair shampoo commercials. He's
3: destined to be... Is he not already? I would hire him. What's the Giants kid's name that was the quarterback that was real good looking? Jason Palmer? Jesse Palmer?
0: Yeah. Went on The Bachelor. Of the Palmer Brothers.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Carson's yeah. younger brother.
3: Yes. Yeah. Is I And also, I don't know if I'm correct in the name, but you guys know who I'm talking about? That's what Jimmy Garoppolo needs to do. He needs to go on The Bachelor. He's very good looking. He, I, I am obsessed with how good looking he is. It's not fair. He is mathematically good looking, it distracts from his play. Yes. You know, all right. So, you know that art thing that's like a circle that goes in a nine? What is that called? The golden whatever ratio? Yes. That's what his face is. Yeah, it's kind of, it's
1: almost perfect. Yes. Yeah.
3: Me as a child, you hand me Crayolas and you're like, draw the most handsome person you can imagine. I draw Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: That's why everyone hates him. You would think that like the defensive lineman would yes. like get distracted. On the defense. Yeah. Yeah. The opposing they would just team. like stare longingly into his eyes and then get entranced. And like jump off sides or like get pancaked. I think it has a reverse effect. They apologize when they sack him. They get they get really angry that he's so good looking yeah. and try harder. Yes, they're a bunch of tryhards trying to impress him.
3: <laughs> they shake his hand like before the game, and they're like, "It's
1: a real honor, sir." The Niners must have some inside info on how bad Jimmy Garoppolo is. No, 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 no. They know that already.
3: You know, I can already tell you what it is. It's that Brigham Young University, man. <laughs> like the Gold board. Rush. Yeah, like, I'm not joking.
0: Number three pick is the Gold Rush. Hey,
3: you guys remember Steve Young all those years ago? You know what we could do? Let's get that Zach Wilson kid.
1: But he's going to go second to the Jets. Yes, jet. he is. So you're going to get stuck with Justin Fields. Yeah. I wouldn't say stuck. He's very good
3: also. Ohio State listener, 505-246-0610. Tell us why Justin Fields should be number two. If you tell us why he should be number one, I uh, will ask you to
1: stop day drinking. Yeah, okay. I watch Remember the Titans. I know who's going number one. Yes. The answer is Sunshine. That's right. Trevor Lawrence.
3: There's the other kid, what's the other kid's name from North Dakota State? Trey? Trey, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Trey, Trey Lance. Trance.
1: He's very good. No, he's not. That's what everybody said about Josh Allen. Okay, touche. Yeah. Absolutely touche Yeah. Josh Allen has got that skill set, just needs to be coached up. I think it's the same thing for Trey Lance. Whoever gets him going to – got a little prototype. He's, he's got these, a
0: strong arm.
1: got a cannon, and he can run. Are these five quarterbacks – And he's also handsome. All right. Like, Fred, you, you like him because he's jeter-colored. I think moving forward, let's call it the it factor. Sure. And you are correct in your your assertion of the reasons I like him. Am I self doxing no. here? Can no. you not say Jeter colored? No, you can Yeah, is that fair? Okay, it's a. I
3: told you it's in the box of Crayolas. <laughs> Alabama's Mac Jones.
1: Back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They are all on me. That's Mike Jones. Oh, whoops. Oh, wait. Who? <laughs> so here are the guy. Tell
3: me if I'm wrong here, Vital. You would know better than me. You love sports. I'm just a guy who talks about them. Trevor Lawrence won. Yeah. Zach Wilson, two. Feeling you. Justin Fields, three. I say Trey Lance. Okay. But I'm wrong. Is this the first time quarterbacks have gone one, two, three in the history of the NFL? I don't know. We're going to look that up. And then Trey Lance and Mac Jones are all going to go in the first round. So you're going to get five of them in the first round? Five five Cubies? At least five.
1: What? Who's the sixty boy? You never know.
0: The next Tom Brady. Well,
1: that'd be in the sixth round.
0: Not yeah, sixth that's sixth
1: quarterback. Are any of these five cats that we
3: just named better than Jalen Hurts, who went in the second round last year?
1: Potentially, all of them. I see. I don't know. He's such you a. You don't know. Your boy Ryan Leaf was a can't miss prospect.
0: Every year, it's a it's a roll the dice for the draft if you're picking. But the other thing is with this past year with COVID, not having enough time to practice. And a lot some teams miss games in college football. I'm, I'm not so sure. It's, to me, it's wide open as who's better than the other.
1: Trey Lance opted out of the whole year, and he's still getting all the buzz.
3: That's a good point. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo has missed 23 games in four years. That's like opting out of two years.
0: This, his hair hasn't missed a part. <laughs> oh, gosh.
1: Looks so natural, no one can tell. I think the, the next four guys you don't know. Trevor Lawrence is—he's gonna be good, no matter what. Unless, unless he's got like some Ryan Leaf mental health issues. Shout out to Washington State, your all, alma mater. Let's go Cougs! I wanna—I wanna look more into
3: everyone's father. For every Drew Bledsoe, there's a Ryan Leaf. R.I.P. Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs> Let's keep breaking down what I'm calling a blockbuster trade. I could do more. I'm using the word blockbuster because I recently, this week, I watched the blockbuster documentary on Netflix. I got a segment on that. <laughs> NFL and Netflix talk. When we get back, Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central Live from the Talk ABQ Studio, powered by New Mexico. Pinon Coffee, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal.
0: The Sports Animal.
3: Back on the program, today's varsity... Dumb excuses why you're late.
1: (laughs) Van says. it's getting you coffee and muffins one? Is that part of it? It's part of our morning routine. It's not why I
3: was late. Van says, I was late because
1: the dog was barking. No, well, that's not even close to what I said. What?
0: Well, the dog doesn't want to go to the bathroom and you got to go.
1: For their physical and mental health, it's a very good thing that they eat slower now For me, being on time when I'm already running behind it's a bad thing for my physical and mental health, it helps when the show starts on time. I mean, we're in Albuquerque, yeah,
3: oh, we're on Albuquerque
1: time yeah. you're
0: on time yeah
1: if we're if we're on Albuquerque time, it'd be okay to start the show at eight fifteen yeah we'd be on right now <laughs> yeah
0: and go home at nine.
3: No one in Albuquerque cares about being anywhere on time unless it's a yellow light. Ah, uh, yes. I, this, And I don't know if Albuquerque realizes how absurd this thing is here. Call Marissa Mays of the Department of Transportation. We're about to have a big talk. Let's get her on soon. It is unacceptable the amount of yellow lights that Albuquerquean will take on. It happened literally this morning to it, me. Yes, it, yeah. it it happened this morning for me, except instead of yellow, it was red, and it was a turn signal, and the person was like, I, I don't have time for this. You Yellow means to floor it. Yeah. <laughs> what? I've driven in 48 states. I've lived in six. I've been through every major metropolis that exists in this city. Excuse me, country. Yellow lights here are treated like 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 challenges Mm -hmm. i dare you is what a yellow light says exactly
0: like that in vegas i lived in vegas is real bad
1: it's the driving version of hey hold my beer yes that's exactly what it is watch this bro and then you'll be at one of the major through streets and
3: then it's there's like a light someone's got to make a left to get to the to the walmart or wherever you're going and one guy will run the yellow light, and you're like, okay, I guess we'll wait. And then three other cars will follow them. And then, the, and then other people just slam on their gas. And it's like, what are you guys doing? What is everyone doing here? Because you're already late to wherever you're going. This is Albuquerque. I know you're not trying to make it on time.
1: That's my thing. You know, Leave five minutes earlier. Just leave earlier. Don't put everybody's health and safety at risk. Just leave earlier.
0: You know how
3: much easier my life is because I wake up 30 minutes early? It's insanely easy.
0: Well, I walk for a living, so if I'm, I got the white light to walk the pedestrian crossing. They'll keep rolling, even if the, you know, if it, if it's green, they'll, they'll. You can hear them step on their engines and see how fast I can get across the street. It's unreal. I
3: hate them. I don't hate anyone. I would just strong dislike. Yes.
1: Yeah. Because there's a social contract about driving. I would say I do hate people, Okay. but I'm not mean to anybody.
0: Uh, okay, yeah. keep going. I'm following you. Treat people the way you want to be treated.
1: Like uh, Idris Elba from the Child Soldier movie? I hate that guy. I can't say I don't hate anybody. You no. hate this fictional character? No, it's a real person. <laughs> You, you hated Adris Elba? I mean, you, you turn kids into child soldiers. You deserve to hate that guy, right? Oh, gosh. You I, can't say you don't hate anybody. I don't hate the Jedi Council. They did the same thing. <laughs> Are you talking about the murdered
3: younglings? No, those those ones that don't hate. R.I.P. If Albuquerque... Okay, last, last little bit on this little bit that I didn't mean for it to be a bit. Okay. If you just leave slightly earlier and didn't endanger others by violating the social contract, which is driving, there's a realistic line of expectation when on the ro- when sharing the road with others. And the simplest way I can put it to listener, stop driving the way you drive.
1: And also get to work on time or not. You do. You don't listen to Fred. What? You ever walked up to your boss at work and be like,
3: "Hey, big dog, I just want you to know, totally ran like four yellow lights to get here, so I was only ten minutes
1: late." Aren't you proud of me? <laughs> like what? You know, you know how many lives I put in danger so I could be here with you? This meanious, meaningless, soul-sucking job that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> and the boss is like, "You want me to congratulate you on
3: only being ten minutes late?" No. And what if you're on time? What if you're on time? Like it's the it's it's a full moon out. You accidentally show up on time.
1: Well, If you're you're not 10 minutes early, you're late, sport. Get here.
3: This is my job, right? This is the job I currently have. There's been times when I've had other jobs, like nine to five jobs. Mm -hmm. Job starts at nine. I show up at like 8.45. I sit in the parking lot for a minute. I call my grandma. Just say good morning. I'm a 10-till guy. Yeah. Not today. No. (laughs) Because today, your, your dog's got caught on the leash, you said.
1: No, they've slowed down on their uh, their food regimen. Their speed of ingestion has finally slowed down. I'm having a hard time digesting this. It took, it took like uh, three months for them to slow down. So now i got to start feeding them earlier. Is it just like shaking the winter months off? It's an excellent question. I'm being serious. I think they finally, like, the maize bowl has slowed them down enough where they're at a, a better pace it looks like a spiral like crop circles right yes okay it i'm like fam- a ma- it looks like it looks like a maze L- look, like like in a, I, like in a cornfield i put a piece of cheese in the middle and i drop a mouse in it it could work its way around it that's uh mice can get through anything they can fit their skull through mm-hmm. which is incredible yeah yeah yeah. they're made of like uh what are those squishy stress balls Like fur and a squishy stress ball. That
3: you get from like a therapist when you're like a kid? Sure. (laughs) The school counselor gives to you whenever you get real worked up. That's science. Don't Google it, but that's totally true. It's what they're made of. I was going to say sugar and spice and something
1: nice. Oh. I thought that's children. Oh, shoot. I was just going with rhyming. I was going with. Who also can fit anywhere their skulls can get into. No. Yeah. Okay, have you ever waited in line at an amusement park and saw a kid get his head stuck? Yes. Okay, see? Told you. But you can't get through that. <laughs> you, you're talking about head banisters? Not with that attitude, you can't. Also, like, yeah, I've never... That's won- the problem. They got their head stuck, and they never thought to try to get the torso in. They just tried to rip their head back out. You're saying continue the action? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Don't pull them back. Push
3: them through. I'll fit. If you're giving me two options, one is to place a wager on the success of a mouse getting through a space that its skull fits through, and the other one is to place a wager on the success of a small child. Yes, it's a push. No. (laughs) I've never one time seen any TV coverage on a mouse stuck in a well.
1: Like, kids can't figure it out. Well, they just climb out. They're a mouse. Yes. Yeah. That would be adorable, like a tiny little mouse well, and he gets stuck, and you got to, like, save him. Like, a, yeah. like you you build a diorama. You got to braid together like pieces of yarn and drop it down there with an itty-bitty tiny mouse bucket. And he, he clings onto the bucket and you pull him out. This is a Walt Disney cartoon you're yeah. just like quoting to me. Uh,
3: copyright. Copyright. <laughs> also, I think their tails are like another... Like they're functional, right? Sure. It's another appendage. It's an appendage. Yeah. If you put like like a matchstick out to a little like a little mousy boy he can grab he can he can hold a little torch with his tail i think children don't have that advantage most children don't have that advantage
0: put the cheese in the middle of the maze okay it's behavior modification
3: sure yeah you can tell this guy watches
1: psychological thrillers and it's not fair to children born with tails like they just keep cutting off the kids tails like Let the kid have a tail. I have the answer. I don't know why this is. Let the kid be unique. Like, why are you cutting off these kids' tails? It's not a hunting dog. It could be.
3: This has already been done, this entire scenario, of Mice and Men. That's not what the book's about whatsoever. I didn't read it, so I didn't didn't think you would call me out on that. (laughs) H.G. Wells of Mice and Men
1: is a, a literature masterpiece. 505-246-0610. Five zero five two four six zero six ten. All the high school English teachers feel like giving us a call and berating Fred right now. Is that not? Is
3: it Shelly Clark Duncan? That's a
1: that's an actor. Oh. First off,
3: some Michael Clark. Was he in? Was he in a mice and men? The Green Mile. The Green Mice and Men. Gary Sinise, I believe he is in that. NFL draft talk. When we get back, it was this driving thing that got me. Yeah, sure. We had a, we had a super cool segment planned for later, canceled. Sorry, listener. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central Live from the Talk ABQ Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee, ninety-five point nine FM, AM six
1: the Sports Animal.
3: Okay, Van. I found the definition of draft. Okay. Okay. A preliminary version of a piece of writing. Okay, that's one. Compulsory recruitment for military service. It's another. Select a person or group of people and bring them somewhere for a certain purpose. Okay. Denoting, and this is my favorite. Denoting beer or other drink that is kept in and served from a barrel or tank rather than from a bottle or can. There's another one. Denoting an animal used for pulling heavy loads. This is the most versatile word in the history of work. That's a
1: niche one right there. I don't don't think I've ever used that one. You're familiar with like a draft oxen? No, no, obviously not. Oh, so you. I wasn't born in the 1700s, Fred.
3: We did earlier discussed it was 1849 <laughs> when Brigham Young and John Smith traveled across the country with the help of Pocahontas and Sacagawea to settle San Francisco and release it from the communist stronghold hands of
1: Japan. Any more draft definitions? No, that's all I had. That's still a lot. Again, kids, do not listen to Fred. That is not actual history. Oh, shoot. Do not repeat that to your friends to sound smart. Meriwether Lewis. That will never be on Jeopardy. I could give you my version of America's history. Uh, you you forgot the definition, Freddie. What about when the wind gets under your kiln just right? Ah, that's the draft.
0: That's a real good draft. That's a draft. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a draft.
3: When the door doesn't like shut qu- like quite right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, just right under the door. You have to sure. get that little foamy slidey boy. When the seasons change, you don't have weather stripping underneath your door. It's a draft. You
3: know who doesn't have to worry about seasons changing? Tula, 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 Tula. Because in Miami.
1: Which is where he's going to be for the rest of his career. That sounds more like an Irish folk song than it does <laughs> a quarterback's name. It's actually Ed Sheeran. Was it? Tula, Tula? Tula, 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 Tula.
0: Did I get that right? To a tug of viola.
3: That's what I said. The way you say it it sounds Italian. Tula Rula Rula is the Iris song. Come on, Eileen. I think they're from Jersey. Okay. (laughs) Two weeks in a row, Jersey references. Here's the breakdown of the NFL draft trades involving Miami, San Francisco, and... Vital's favorite football team the Philadelphia Eagles. What? You love them. So, Miami gets in the immediate, so this year, number 6 and number 156 and that comes over from the Mean Green, okay? okay. In 2022, they get a first D and a third Z from the Niners. In 2023, they get a first D from the Niners. So they have three firsties to Miami. Cool. Everyone's on board with that. The 49ers get from the Dolphins. So the Dolphins are going down three from three to six. And the 49ers are going to three.
0: They're going 12 to three. They're going down nine spots. Going up. Jumping up nine.
3: Not because they're excited about a quarterback because they hate Jimmy freaking Garoppolo cuz you're not going to go up to number 3 and take Joey Bosa version number 2 that's not Joey Bosa. So they get number 3, okay, Van? That's from that's from the Fins. Now here's what the Eagles get. They get me to buy a Jalen Hurts jersey. Cuz they are now number 12 and number 123, I don't know how that matters in 2021. And also a first rounder in 2022. So, the Eagles, who took Jalen Hurts last year in the second round, are flat out telling the rest of the NFL that none of these quarterbacks that you think are going to go in the first round are better than the quarterback
1: that they currently have. Or, hear me out, Ugh. they're dropping down the 12 because they think Trey Lance is going to be there. Who can kind of play like Jalen Hurts. But better. It well, It's so very similar. Stronger arm. No. Yes. Trey Lance has a cannon, absolute cannon. Jalen Hurts has value.
0: Jalen Hurts is not Trey Lance. The- Lance has got a rocket arm.
1: See? Vital says it, it's true. Right? Which one of these two boys won a national championship? I mean, it has a big deal of what team you play for. Oh, I think dude. North Dakota State is going to make any waves. Trey Lance is not going to fall twelve. Wait, Trey Lance did win a national championship.
3: Yeah, he did. Yeah, oh, division sure. two. Yeah.
0: <laughs> division one oh. or two.
3: Whatever it's called. No. Alright, cool. I also play Madden on easy mode.
1: Didn't care about division two. Now also hear me out. Miami's dropping down the six. So they can get what I consider to be the second best player in the whole draft, besides Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Who's the obvious answer? Florida tight end Kyle Pitts. No, who? This guy is a freak. That
0: guy is unreal. He
1: is a freak.
0: Forget about Kittle.
1: Okay, yeah, let's get that. Hey, guys, uh, let's excite the fan base, and we'll get that game-changing tight end. He's as good or better than any wide receiver in the draft, and he's 6'6", 250. Explosive. Is he better than Aaron Hernandez when he came out of the University of Florida? At what? (laughs) At football or getting rid of bodies? We're talking about football. Yeah, he was very good at football. What's his name again? Kyle Pitts. Never heard
3: of him. Never even seen a single highlight. Oh, he's a freak.
0: Yeah, he's pretty good.
3: There's always a freak. There's always Somebody always cuts together. Somebody with a MacBook Pro sits down and cuts together a real good highlight reel. And then all of a
1: sudden, he's a freak. Well, it's a commercial break. You need to watch this kid. I don't have time for that. I'm too you. busy fixating you have you have two minutes you literally have two minutes <laughs>
3: fixating on the demise and dissolve of jimmy garoppolo
1: this just shows like how big of a deal football is
3: because the sweet 16 is happening right now which is like starting is it 11 that's when it starts vital today
0: it'll start at noon today noon today. Uh, by by the way, for the virtual NFL draft last year, 56 million watched it. Can you, under, can you believe that? I can't. 56 million watched virtual NFL draft. That's unreal. You know, we talked
3: about this last year when it happened, but I'll bring it up again. You know why I watched it, because I love looking into people's homes. Yes. I love seeing how people decorate.
1: <laughs> I love seeing how people live. I have an obsession with that. What's it- the over-under on live, laugh, love? on the wall how many <laughs> how many were there okay
3: so this is a really good question uh-huh because like at the coach's houses, Hi bow dog <laughs> but that's such a deep cut reference
1: <laughs> where else do people
3: gamble now no, I, I did basement I, is that still a thing okay bow dog yeah okay not? The coaches don't have live, laugh, love in their home offices. Not in their offices, but that's where they were at when they're showing the war room. But like and play, play. The
1: players know what I'm talking about. Like the kids, they're in their parents' house. So it'll
3: be zero this year because mm-hmm. now, now you're not in your parents' house. Now you're Is in it like live. I would assume it's not live. Yeah, they're not doing it yet. Who's trying to go to Chicago during the pandemic?
0: It's in Cleveland.
3: Who's trying to? All right, first of all, who's ever trying to go to Cleveland? <laughs> not not LeBron James. Not again. In 2010, LeBron James left the Cleveland Cavaliers to go to South Beach. And enjoyed a good Mother's Day, but it had an even better Father's Day because of his dad, Jimmy Butler. Uh, see what I did uh, there? Well done. You have to do it from home, but this isn't the beginning of the pandemic last year. Let me be DJ cool for a second.
1: Yeah, anyways, so before you rudely interrupted me, it's it's insane like how big of a deal the NFL is that people care about the draft. The, the draft is more than a month away, and we're talking about pick swaps on the radio. People care about this. Like, okay, in the grand scheme of things, who cares? Me. Three teams moved picks around to get more picks this year or later. Like, okay, cool, Whatever. But here we are prognosticating on who they're going to take, why they did it, what's their motivation. People love it. Who are they getting rid of? It's such a big deal. There's a sweet 16 happening. Can you
3: imagine? Can you imagine getting 43 receptions in college in one season? And then you, according to Van Nunley, are the second best player in the draft. He's a tight end. Star. Of golf courses and radio, Van Nunley, says, Hey, big dog, did you snatch 43 balls last season? Put that boy at number two! What?
1: What? I'm really proud of you for getting over that hump and going golfing yesterday. By the time we went golfing yesterday,
3: went to Los Altos. Fred's first time. talk about that in the next segment, actually, because we need to thank them for their hospitality. I mean, they did so good. I'll talk this draft all morning. I have so many more hot takes. Also, lastly, Van. Do you want a medium or a small Jalen Hurts jersey? Because they run kind of big.
1: Neither. He's, he's the future. Okay. I, I get it. You like him. That's cool. Like him.
3: He's like Patrick Mahomes, but like affordable. And grab a break. We'll get back. I hit the links for the first time ever yesterday, Vital. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ Studio. Powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. 95.9 FM, AM, 610. The Sports Animal. With the third overall pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the San Francisco 49ers select. The greatest athlete in the history of college sports, Kyle Pitts. Congratulations to the 49ers.
1: So I showed Fred 90 seconds of Kyle Pitts highlights, and now he's he's on that Kyle Pitts train. He's
3: the greatest athlete I've ever seen in person. But I've never been to a Florida... I'm
1: excited for this kid to finally have competition in the NFL because he's a man amongst boys in college. He just dominated everything he did. Man, I don't know if you know this, but Kyle Pitts was
3: third in the nation in touchdown receptions. He's literally the greatest athlete of all time. <laughs> he's 6'6",
1: 250. Yes. Runs four five or under. By
3: tell. I'm watching all these highlights. Every ball he catches is three feet away from his body, hands full extension. I'm not going to sit here and tell you he does it traditionally, but he gets the job done. Nation- this He's a natural athlete. Football's lucky that he picked it. How old do you have to be to be president? 35? 14 years from now? <clears throat> hope,
1: Kyle Pitts is leading this country. I hope, like, there's pictures of him, like, hitting a bong or something, and he drops down to 29th, and the Packers get him. Yeah, but even the Texans <laughs> traded that number three pick for Laramie Tunzel. Who's very good.
3: I'll be the fr- You know, and I know we're about to go to special session. Thank you, MLG, on a little bit of, like, marijuana stuff. I have zero problem with NFL players. Yeah.
1: They're gladiators.
3: The
0: pounding that they take? Oh, man. The
1: gladiators putting their physical and mental health on the line for your entertainment, and you want to let them smoke weed after the game? It's insulting.
3: Just let them have one marijuanas. Heck, let them have one cannabis. Sure. One hash. One yep. bahang. One hemp. Whatever one Whatever What was the middle one with the I don't know. I'm just throwing out words. Grass. Pot. Bahang? Stuff. Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Dope. Ganja. Jazz cabbage.
0: (laughs) Chronic.
1: (laughs) The devil's lettuce.
3: That's what I'm about.
1: Old Satan salad.
3: If someone's like, hey, don't draft Larry McTunzel because he got that gas mask of weed. (laughs) I'm like, what? I, I don't care. Good for him. He's probably taking care of his body. Yeah. You know what that's not? Brett Parr, Vicodin problems. Sure. Maui Wowie. Pajama Red.
1: Reefer. Did you say pajama red? That's not one. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a doobie. Oh, that's the one. Doobie. Doobie Brothers. The Acapolo Gold. Friend of the show, friend in real life, Ross. Ah! Uh, his grandma loved the Doobie brothers for like two decades. Yeah. Until she found out Doobie means a joint, then she quit listening to them. Are you lying? Nope. It's a true story.
3: That's a weird one, right? I, I don't like, because obviously I've now spent upwards of five minutes watching Kyle Pitts highlights, who I never heard of before today. And I recognize that he is unarguably the rawest Prototype specimen to ever come out of college football.
1: Unarguably. Top 10. Top 10 ever.
3: He's better than uh, Rob, Gr- baby Ron Gronkowski when he came out of Arizona. Yeah, he came out of nowhere. Yeah, and you know what Rob Gronkowski ended up being? Pretty good. Pretty good.
1: Hey, hey pretty good.
3: I'm like, the ki- the type of scandal you would have to give me cannot involve Marha ha
1: That doesn't affect me. Or how about if you're a multimillionaire and you drive hundreds of pounds of marijuana across state lines? Okay, that's a different story. That's dumb. That's, that's very, very come dumb. Come on now. What's the name of the dude that did that? Uh, the lineman. I told you I don't like linemen. See, the lineman. Yeah. Another non-sequitur lineman. Now, Van, I'll be
3: blunt. Nice. Not interested to remember that. Not interested at all. Sure. Especially, like, there's a difference, okay, in going and getting, like, a little intoxicated a little tipsy or a little wasted i don't know what other words you use for being high i mean just high a little stewed i don't know if that's one but that is not that's not drug trafficking (laughs) that's greg robinson greg robinson used to play for the rams
1: 157 pounds you know what you know what that is you know what 157 pounds is find a different hobby millionaire
3: 157 pounds is the girl that lies to you on the dating app. That's what 157 pounds is. Okay. Can you imagine carrying that? Which way? Across? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which way is she going with it's in question.
3: Oh, I love all your pre-COVID pictures.
1: This is a different experience. Call them angle queens, Fred. Angle queens. Dynamite with a laser beam. She's
3: an angle queen. I'm in on this Kyle Pitts kid, though. Like, like, dead ass serious. Like This kid is very good. Told you.
1: I never heard of him. You I'm, know, I'm not the biggest uh, talent evaluator for the NFL. No. But game recognized game. <laughs> yes. This kid's a freak. Whatever team drafts Kyle Pitts, don't be mad that your team spent a high pick on a tight end. He's phenomenal. He's a game changer. I'm in on him. I'm I'm buying him. I'm not just buying
3: him. I'm putting him on the field. You know, when we talk NFL draft, Dan always takes the time. He's a good friend of the show, so we give him the opportunity. Welcome to the program, Dan.
4: Morning, guys. How's every little thing?
3: I could be far better. How are you?
4: Dan, I'm not going to complain. I'm vertical, bro. I, I've had, what, three procedures done. And uh, I'm still here, so I think he wants to keep me I must have some work to do still you know what I mean? love that. Yeah, hey so on the on the, on the on the pot issue, you guys forgot that they call them trees too, right?
3: They
4: uh, call it trees trees, I mean, trees that was... trees,
1: yeah, trees yeah. that's a good one. put, put it on the list. Trees. in the south in the trees, south they it, put say on put put, on some, list. put no, some trees look, in the this earth.
4: Is what's happening? We we did a big hemp grow last year me and some associates and so the cbd and the cbg is becoming such a healing product for the entire world globally that you know these cannabinoids are they're coming to find out that you know it's from the earth i mean it's it's there's curing and healing properties, and you know you never hear about the n f l guys, oh, you know, after the game, they all went got all potted up, and they broke all kinds of rules. no, but when they're out drinking and boozing, well, that's when you got lawsuits coming and and assaults and all of this other crazy stuff. So you know the liquor and the other crazy drugs are what are doing all that. But the marijuana is certainly not causing that. I mean, I can say that almost 100%. That's, you know, that's not what's causing all of this stuff. So in my eyes, the liquor is way worse, and they should have more rules on liquor. Like when I played in a, in a rock band, okay, our only rule was no drinking, because you can't perform if you're drinking. You can't put out a good performance. Same thing with the athletes. You can't perform if you're poisoning your your body like that. I guess some people would say the pot is poisoning, but I dispute that. But just on that, I'm not alone. I think the booze is way worse than the, the the pot. I'd really like to see it passed and get beyond this and start taking care of some other problems. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, thank you for the call. Your phone's a little in and out, so we're gonna cut you, but we're gonna keep going you know, with you. I'm Sorry, no, you're Mr. good, buddy. You're, you're good, brother. Oh, no, we're not mad at all because we are fans okay. of yours. The, the best part about this argument, if, and we could really dive into this. You and I are very familiar with this. Mm. The problem right now is in Santa Fe, there's like a Republican presented like marijuana bill, and then there's a Democratic presented marijuana bill. They're both going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. It's just somebody wants to be able to say like who's in charge of this thing. Do, we do more weed talk? That'd be Let's weird. do more weed
1: talk. <laughs> Gosh. I'm good with that.
3: Things we know about, things we don't think we'd talk about. Tree. If, if
1: Dan, uh, Dan's phone wasn't so spotty, I would have tried to figure out where his hemp field is. Oh, Visit it. Dan, text the program, 5052. Just drop a pin.
3: <laughs> drop a pin on our Facebook. When we get back, when weed get back, more sports talk. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central Live from the Talk ABQ Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion and Coffee, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal.
0: ...is a paid commercial advertisement. The views expressed do not reflect those of this station, its ownership, or management. You're listening
3: to ABQ Central.
0: Well, to be fair.
3: To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair.
1: fair. With your hosts, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. All right, this is going to be so cool. 95.9 FM, 610 The Sports Animal. The
3: cream of the crop.
1: And TalkABQ.com. Turn it up. Turn
2: it up.
3: Congrats on your first disclaimer, Van.
1: It's a big day for me, to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) What did we say
2: last? You no, know, what happened?
0: What did we do?
3: Does the Cumulus Overlord need to? Do they need my personal cell?
0: We're just covering our, you know what?
3: Yeah.
1: Love that. Is it? Is it when I said beef jerky is just cow raisins? Is that what? You, yeah. Was is that, that? Is that why they slapped it on us?
3: Is yeah. Cumulus based out of Denver, Colorado, and they're they're tired of all this. Rocky Mountain Noise. It's it's in
0: Atlanta, and they just want to cover their own. Okay, okay.
3: Because all that weed talk—that's what it was. Yeah. And by the way, I respect that.
1: Sure. Yeah, you can have your own views on whatever you want. You just wait till we hit it big, and then you try and ride those coattails. Hey, if you're not hurting yourself or anyone else, you do whatever you want with this life. Nice. Also, also be nice. Also be nice. Also be nice.
0: Let's make some money. Yeah, well, that part too.
3: I want everyone to be as successful as they could possibly be in the chosen profession they have. That's all I want. Sure. Kyle Pitts would be a better radio broadcaster than me. (laughs) There's nothing he can't
1: do. I haven't seen any uh, highlights of his highlights. What? Yeah, like when you call a highlight. Yes, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't know. The following show... I like that you have that newfound confidence in this complete stranger that I just showed you 12 minutes ago. Well, I know what inspiration looks like. Yeah. I've seen a sunset. <laughs> All
3: right, did you see how much money the New England Patriots spent?
1: That's pretty bonkers. Here's what it is. This the is... most frugal organization in football, for them to dump money like that's pretty well, insane. Well, to be frugal. To be frugal.
0: Frugal.
1: Thank you. <laughs> okay. Let's
3: never do that again. (laughs) The Patriots (laughs) spent 160 mil on free agents over the course of like nine or 10 days. $16 million
1: a day for 10 days. And they got a bunch of above average players. They didn't break the bank on like superstars and pay too much money. They got above-average, very good football players at good prices. You know what that reminds me of? What does that remind you of? Like, Obviously, the coronavirus hurt everybody, and it hurt the NFL big time. The salary cap went down for the first time. Your Salary uh, cap slowly creeps up every year. You're equating the salary cap to my lungs. Wait for it. All right. <laughs> so the salary cap went down for the first time. And to me, what Bill Belichick is doing— Is very Warren Buffett esque in an economic downturn because you buy when the economy goes down. And Bill Belichick just did that. Bill Belichick is usually a seller, right? Correct. Yeah. As for traditionally forever. Whenever you want a big contract, boom, you're gone. Yeah. Whatever. We get you, get the Patriot discount, or we get you on a steal, or we don't want you. Correct. And he finally paid for people. And the only reason he did it is because it's a friggin' economic depression. And they're not going to get these contracts. I think it's genius. I've never heard anyone call Bill Belichick anything less than genius. Sure.
3: I'm trying to think of anyone who criticizes Bill Belichick legitimately.
1: I mean, Bill Belichick inspired a whole Kanye West fashion line. You're talking about the cutoff sleeved hoodie. Yes.
3: <laughs> You're talking about Kanye West fashion line derelict. 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 So hot right now. Owen Wilson is a gem that I don't think is appreciated as much as he should be.
1: Oh wow! <laughs> oh oh
3: oh wow
1: wow oh wow! How what he got there? <laughs> Luke Wilson, overvalued. Man, that's got to be odd in
3: Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, because like one of them's the weird looking one, and the other one's Luke Wilson. <laughs> idiocracy it's not fair it's not fair it's not
1: fair to luke wilson
3: no so vitality if you know this the book 1984 was turned into this movie called idiocracy it's
1: not accurate but close (laughs) it's not so far off not so far off starring luke wilson it's tremendous it's very good mike judge project you seen idiocracy you ever seen that
0: no, I've heard good things about it.
3: Mike Judge, the creator of Beavis and Butthead.
0: Ooh, Idiocracy
3: came out in, what, 1996? Mm, uh, Terry Crews was big at
1: that time. Terry Crews is still big. He, like, physically, yes, he's imposing. Yeah. Oh, gee, that was way off. 2006. Okay. I thought it was older than that. No. Idiocracy came out in 2006, and 15 years later, South Rose again. Well, to be fair. <laughs> Storm the Capitol.
3: Terry Crews don't crack. Like, like in 1996, Terry Crews looked just like he looked in 2006.
1: Oh, that's unfair. In
3: 1986, so unfair. Just with more of a Jerry curl. Sure.
1: So
0: glow.
3: So the New England Patriots spend 160. Okay, so they get a lineman from the Raiders, which everyone is telling me that's a big deal. Yeah. But again, you know how I feel about. Yeah, I don't talk about linemen.
1: The most important position in all the sports is the most boring.
3: And they're all represented by Drew Rosenhaus, who's really taken about 20% off the top, so no one knows that he's still the biggest deal because he's not hanging out with Terrell Owens anymore. Right. Here's some things I hate about Drew Rosenhaus. How are you going to put a blazer on a T-shirt?
1: That's not a look anymore. Okay, yeah. Thanks a lot, Don Johnson. Thanks a lot. Good Don Johnson reference. Thank you.
3: They sign the quarterback, Cam freaking Newton. Now, soon they'll have Jimmy Garoppolo, so there'll be a competition there at quarterback.
1: This this is going to be a bonkers draft trade year.
3: I can't tell you anything important about Justin Bethel. I know he's like the all-pro special teamer every year. Otherwise, I don't know anything about him.
1: He's very good. He's not a star. No, but he covers punts, apparently. He's not a 90 grade. Your boy, John
3: Smith, who can't hold, a, can't hold a candle to Kyle Pitts. No, no one can. No one can. No one can. As we've discussed. If you give John and Smith 50 mil with 30 in the bank, you give Kyle Pitts a city block. The greatest athlete to never lace up in the NFL, Kyle Pitts.
1: That was a coup the Patriots pulled getting the two best available tight ends for a team with the worst wide receiver and tight end, well second worst wide receiver and tight end play last year. It's bad. Also, you got the ammunition. Just move up in the draft to get Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Trade your, your two recently signed tight ends for
3: Kyle Pitts. You can go with the jumbo set every time they put three tight ends out there.
1: Hey Fred, hey Fred, who's uh your first round pick in fantasy football gonna be next year? Well, it's a keeper league. So I'm gonna draft Kyle Pitts and keep him
3: forever. <laughs> yeah. That would be the move, though, right? With the tight ends in New England. You go jumbo, you get all three tight ends. No teams have enough linebackers to cover all of this.
1: Well, you just play Kyle Pitts two ways, right? That's what you Yeah, do. you put him on the defensive side of the ball. He
3: punts. If he becomes a WWE superstar, I won't be able to handle that. All right. So I don't know who Devon Godchow is. He's a defensive lineman. Cool. There's some money there. Outside linebacker. Cool. Matthew Judon. Very good. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Very good. I do know about Jalen Mills. Because he played in Philadelphia. 24 mil, nine in the bank. This is unreal to me. It keeps going, man.
1: Yeah. Welcome back to the top of the AFC East, New England Patriots.
3: I don't think Nelson Aguilar is as good as you think Nelson Aguilar is. He's the second fastest player in the NFL. What does that mean? Do his hands work? Yeah. You can give me 10 Nelson Aguilars or one Kyle Pitts. Yeah, <laughs>
1: He had a good year last year, Aguilar. Aguilar.
3: I'm in on it. I'm in on everything that Bill Belichick does, always and forever. Always and forever.
1: The the Bills have some competition this year. Because
3: Hunter Henry, you think, is such a game changer?
1: No, but I think Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry are game changers together.
3: More linemen, more defensive tackles. Is Corey Davis the special teamer I was thinking of?
1: Corey Davis is a wide receiver. I think he's just a special teamer. Are there two Corey Davises? I don't know.
3: He might be a wide receiver like on the depth chart. But I've never seen him catch a ball.
0: There's no Kyle Pitts.
3: Thank you. There you go. Let's
1: beat this into the ground today.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes when we talk the NFL, we take a second to screw it up and we bring in Lenny. Lenny, welcome to the program. How are you? Good, how
5: you doing so uh, have you had your chance uh, I know you've gotten your chance to watch the Falcon and the Women's Soldier
3: I didn't watch the second one, not yet
5: okay, well it's a, it's a lot more different than the one uh, division.
3: It's too good I and prefer
5: then, uh, 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 um, then and I'm sure you probably got to see part of the Justice League four-hour movie All
3: right, so I'll be honest, I watched it same
5: i I did too, and I was so bad I did it at one in the morning when it first came on.
3: Oh no, I don't have that kind of stamina. I can't start anything at one in the morning. Nothing good happens past midnight.
5: No, then I had to watch it again. And I just broke it into six, par- seven parts with the titles.
1: I see. That's that's the smart move right there. I wish I would have done that. I took and it. In, I took week, it in two. And settings. then
5: next week you got the good one: Godzilla and King Kong, which just looks like my wedding video.
1: The
3: okay, nice. there, Lenny's here, everyone. Nice. Okay, the problem with the Snyder cut Justice League van is half of the four-hour-long movie was in slow motion. Like, I no, get it. No, only 10%, he said, but no, it was a little bit more. Every time the Flash run, I get that he's fast. Mm-hmm. Like, I get the concept, Zack Snyder. Do you have to do it all in slow motion? Well, it's
5: because of the cost of the effects to do it. Let's use it in the scene from uh, the X-Men movie with Evan Peters playing no the uh, Quicksilver. No clue. Okay, remember Evan Peters from One Division, who played Pietro? This is deep
1: cut you're giving us, Lenny. I know what you're talking about, Lenny. Keep going.
5: Well, that two-minute scene where he's in the X-Men and he's taken off the glass and he's taken off different pieces of people and stuff, that two-minute scene took three weeks to film.
3: Well, Zack Snyder's got more time on his hands than I do then.
5: So So to do it, they just slow the frame. They just speed up the frame rate and then add in CGI. So the faster you film something, the slower it is on camera.
3: I'm going to take your word for that, but I don't understand time travel.
5: What
1: did you think Justice League was as bad as I thought it was? I thought it was terrible.
5: So well, no, you know, now you got the other one, and then you got a new one on Netflix coming up in May
3: called The Utopian. No clue. So, Lenny, but, you know. The thing that I love about your passion for all this is that I have the opposite. Like, I watch all the same stuff you watch, but I just hate every moment of it. (laughs) Like, every time Wonder Woman would come on during Justice League, and they would play that Amazonian music every single time, I'm like, I get it. I get that she's from the Amazon, Zack Snyder. You don't have to keep reminding me.
5: I know. know. So, so So now we can get back into the sports. And I'm still trying to figure out the trade yesterday that Philly made with San Francisco. Well,
3: oh, I got the breakdown. Well,
5: I mean, that's not that The uh, the other trade that was made with San Francisco and Miami, and the Miami trade with Philly. So at the end, they ended up just with an extra number one pick, but not for two years.
1: Yeah, Niners gave up a lot. Correct. To move up a little.
3: To get and rid of. Now
5: the Jets are in the driver's seat,
3: as they should be. The greatest franchise in the NFL, the New York Jets.
5: <laughs> yeah, right. With the greatest owners in sports, well, you know James Dolan, Chris, you know Christopher Johnson. They could all sit in the same room together. We just include.
3: James Dolan has a band called the One Shots.
5: Well, James Dolan just threw a fan out of the building the other night, or not him, his staff did for wearing a shirt that says "Ban Dolan." And they threw him
3: out of the arena. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. You, you wear you an wear a, a AEW shirt to a WWF event? They throw you out. I'm in on that.
5: I know, but, I mean, come on. You, you're, you're trying to rebuild the Knicks brand. they were actually playing decent basketball. They've brought in some good people to run the team. And you're going to worry about someone that's wearing a shirt that says Ben Dolan when you've got other things to worry about.
1: I just wonder how many people have an F. Vital shirt on right now. That's a good question, Vital.
3: I know those were selling big outside Ice Tup Stadium. Did do all we'll
1: we'll have to call up the Mossad and find
5: out. I think they have a secret stash.
3: Lenny, we appreciate but, your time. I got a lot of JD and the straight shot joke. Did you know that but, uh, James Dolan Van
1: has a band called JD and the Straight Shot. Did you know this? I'm being serious. I would never know that, and I'm ashamed it's that a, you told me. It's a, <laughs> now it's in my head. I don't want to know that. Vital,
3: I don't know if you know this either, but he's had this band for like 15 years, and they just like show up and do like...
0: like sh- uh, isn't it like uh, Gar- Jerry Garcia type music? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Like country
3: blues, like, like rustic root rock. I really like when Lenny calls. He gets my brain going. But yeah, they cover like the Allman Brothers, but they do it like ZZ Top style. And you're like, what do is, it in do slow to,
0: motion.
1: Should we start a class action lawsuit against Zack Snyder <laughs> for wasting four hours of my life? Eight hours of Lenny's life? Yeah.
3: the four. This is, I'm not, there's no joke. There's no punchline here. The four hours that I put in to the new Justice League were at or near the saddest hours of my life.
1: I like it because at the very beginning it looked dark and I was like, oh man, this is so much better than Justice League. It's like, no, it's not. Like 30 minutes in, I was like, this is just as bad. And then I watch another three and a half hours of it and it's just as bad. And friggin' Steppenwolf doing his Andre the Giant impression every scene. It's so stupid. I hated it. I guess I like their first album.
3: good steppenwolf joke well yeah dame buster presents abq central live from the talk abq studio powered new mexico Pinion coffee 95.9 fm am 610 the sports animal the views and opinions expressed here those are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy position of cumulus media any content provided uh by uh, i don't know these couple podcasters these bloggers um uh, nope that's the that's the official disclaimer of this show
1: when we talk WandaVision. We're not selling you boner pills. No. <laughs> it's a sports talk radio show. Hey,
3: Jack LaLanne is not coming on here yeah. to put a juicer in
1: your kitchen. Not making you sell Herbalife. No. We're telling you that they're having the tournament later. Oh Lord. I'm doing you a favor. We're, you not, we're not talking about the tournament now. How about that? Yeah, how about
3: that? How about yeah. that? How about that? CB- yeah,
1: you, that's what happens. How about them apples? Yeah.
3: I like apples. You know what disclaimers are? Disclaimers are like when um when like Karen is mad at the cashier and she's like it's my opinion and you're like Karen that's don't give me a disclaimer. <laughs> it's like a warning sign you put up like like uh, beware
1: beware of opinion. Right. Like what? It's a warning. It's like hey, what's coming next you might not be into. Yeah, you might not, and it's not our fault. No, you there's other options. We're like, like a hundred percent into us, right? There are so many flavors of ice cream. I've never, we never had one complaint. Well, that's not true. <laughs> that's uh, that that's I, a fabulous lie. <laughs> we've never had one complaint that I listened to. Well, <laughs> validity's a neat thing. I worked
3: in radio a long time, right? Like, uh, I'm almost to the point where I've worked in radio more years than I haven't worked in radio. You're creeping up on two decades. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And the thing about radio is everyone has, like, their own taste. Right. Like, I'll give you an example. I really like Bobby Gutierrez. I really like him. I think he's a cool dude. I think he's a talented uh, show host and DJ. I don't love country music. Okay. So the country music station is not for me. The sports talk station is for me. Sure. The political talk station is for me. Sure. The morning drive the woo-hoo! welcome to the show y'all <laughs> 50 degrees on your commute 75 in the studio let's make sure we're all connecting with our loved ones today as it's a wild one i, lo- <laughs> I love that show <laughs> we went to craigslist and found the craziest postings and we're going to tell you where you can find them when we get back from the break and then there's a commercial for viagra uh-huh that needs a disclaimer disclaimer this segment brought to you by JD and the Straight Shot, James Dolan Band. It's playing underground shows this Saturday night in New York City.
1: You want to know where? Text us now.
0: And it's, uh, the current tour is called Trees, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so our producer Jessica has an aunt who's a flat earther. We're about to prank call her. Get
3: it? We spent three. We
1: sent three of our interns
3: to Telluride to crash this grassroots festival, and we're going to give you the lowdown as soon as we get back. Again, Viagra pills.
0: See and tell us next week, man. Gosh.
1: We're going to see how many ping pong balls Jessica can put in her mouth. It's oh. not that type of show. She's not Kyle Pitts, but she can do it all.
3: Whoa, man, <laughs> you like that show? Cool. Yes. Watch that. Listen to that show. Sure. Disclaimer. I'll break down the, cannab- the cannabis legalization bill right now. I'll bore everyone to sleep. <laughs> Here's why it's coming down to the wire. Mm.
1: Love The Wire. You ever seen The Wire? State Representative Smith from Farmington said- Yes. I to, the price should have to go through the state and then.
3: With only 15 uh, registered grower opportunities here in the state, we're concerned that private industry natives to New Mexico
1: won't be able to utilize this- in, and you're like, what? Are you, what is going on here? Representative Smith is for the bill, but he thinks there's too many grow operations mm-hmm. and the tax margins just isn't high enough for this operation. <sighs> Is that your show? Turn that show on. I like that show.
3: I don't have, I'm, I'll be honest, I don't have a huge problem with that show. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'd listen. <laughs> four o'clock every day on NPR, yeah. I'll listen.
3: Uh, I'm very excited about the opportunity to buy weed, but I would like it a lot more if it was bipartisan. <laughs> and like, people are like, there's there someone at home that's like, that is a knee slapper. Killed it. Killed it. Just like the 49ers have killed the career of Jimmy Garoppolo. Exact same way.
1: Jamie Garoppolo is the only person that killed Jimmy Garoppolo's career.
3: He's regular. He's a guy who gets manicures, and he says it's for like performance. He's like, gotta keep these hands good. You are like, come on, guy. You just you hate your cuticles. Like, just say
1: it. Everyone knows you hate your cuticles. Oh, speaking of that, I am due for one. There is nothing worse than an overgrozy cuticle boy. So I'm not flipping you off right now? No. But my middle cuticle grows faster than the rest of my fingers. It's I, very weird. I think I have cuticles that grow faster than my nails. That's spooky. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You need to see your physician.
3: I, I walk into my physician, and he's like, why do you have the hands of the crypt Keeper? Like, why,
0: why is his Howard skin Hughes, hanging off Howard your fingers? Howard Hughes nails.
1: Yes. Ew, oh,
3: gross. That's why I can't play the guitar. <laughs> that's why? Lack of talent, yeah. also a factor. NFL trades Sweet 16 talk New England Patriots spending all the money My fixation is on this weed bill <laughs> Fantasy baseball Baseball starts this week man So we're going to go over a little fancy baseball
1: You know how I love fantasy baseball Yes
3: mm. Now Vital what you don't know about me Is I am a fantasy football champion And I am a multi-time last place finisher in baseball multi-time takes a lot of work to do as poorly as i do
1: yeah yeah the amount of effort it takes for your fantasy football team you need to do that four or five times a week in fantasy baseball which is unacceptable no it's perfect it's the right amount it's very good
3: i'm trying to cut back on my screen time i'm over screen time stay off social media you could do your fantasy from your computer. You know it on social media. What do I do on social media? You literally put a picture of us yesterday. Yeah, but I mean, didn't I interact with anyone. <laughs>
1: I, just, I, I did.
3: I just go out there for the. I just fish for the compliments. Fred, you're so tall. You're so handsome. Who's that guy with that outstanding handlebar mustache next to you?
1: Mm. Got a compliment on my legs yesterday. You did. I don't know if it was a compliment or a dig. I'm not sure. What was the compliment? I'll, I'll work it out for you. It was
3: SpongeBob GIF. <laughs> He he has very small legs compared in proportion to his square body. Laughably small, almost
1: comically small. Almost accurate. I do have these big Dwight Howard shoulders since I've been going to the YMCA gym. Been working on the my Dwight Howard shoulders. Look at that. That is actually very impressive. I'm okay. kind of surprised. I'm, see, I firm up fast.
3: By the time we go to the Y every day. The YMCA on Indian School in San Mateo. Don't yeah, be sh- don't.
0: don't
1: be shy, listener. Come join us. Hey, come. We're there every morning, seven or eight. Yes, they
0: got a swimming pool there, don't they? No, not
1: anymore. No, that's
0: good. oh, come it's on. It's a
1: then. athletic training gym
3: where the pool was. Yeah, it's like a it's like a high intensity training like interval space with free weights. With sleds and boxing bags and yeah, high quality stuff. You can do you can you can do the box jump. Wildly impressed. Yes. Very
1: nice. Nicest people on earth there too.
3: We went there the other day with Star of T V and Radio, Father of the Year candidate, multi time New Mexico broadcaster of the year. Back to back. Yeah. That's not multi, that's twice. Talented musician. quick big enough head already. Don't swing instructor. Give him extra awards. Competitive disc golfer.
1: <laughs>
3: Forgot I, to say how good looking he was. Brandon Ortega. Very good looking. With KOB. And somebody on the weight room floor recognized him, how He was very excited. <laughs> he's Yippee! You know he's the, he's a little Mario thing. Yippee! Uh-huh. So, break down fantasy baseball. You want to do that Van, when we get back? I could do that. So what we'll do is we're going to go over number 1, how to draft in year 2 of COVID, cuz the f- the first draft in year 1 of COVID we'll break that down too how we did that, but then we'll go through like, like philosophy and players, fantasy baseball. By the we're going to grab a break a minute early so we can give an extra minute to Fernando Tatis and his greatness. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ Studio powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Opinions, ideas, belief, concepts, interpretations, approaches, renditions, breakdowns. Formulas, misrepresentations, anytime I say the word allegedly, allegedly, I'm going to disclaim it from anyone outside of us. Okay. Our fantasy baseball draft is tomorrow. Correct. You and I work together. Yep. We are friends in real life. Yep. How fortunate we are that doesn't necessarily stand true for everyone in the world. Right. Right. So we are in multiple fantasy leagues together. I am currently the reigning champ of the fantasy football league, which I will bring to light every single opportunity I get. You are currently the fantasy baseball league champion. Am I? No, no, you've never won. No, that's not true at all. I think I was sil- uh,
1: silver or bronze last year. Sure. you Okay. You're the first or second loser. Yep. Cool. If you ain't first, you're last.
3: Um, I during the commercial break uh, found on Twitter and then extended a league invite to Kyle Pitts, plays for the University of Florida. Not sure
1: if you're familiar. Who are we kicking out if he says yes? I'll I will I'll step down. Oh you? Yeah I'll just I. Well I thought you did it so you get to play in the league with him. Uh, I'm gonna take
3: a straight commissioner only role and I'm gonna bequeath my team spot. Well I'm the commissioner. I'm gonna take that from you. I don't know oh, <laughs> it was so confusing.
1: Put it up to a league vote. We'll see.
3: Well. We have to get commissioners.
1: oh wait there's no voting because it's not a democracy I'm the dictator of this league
3: if I bring Kyle Pitts into the league and you don't give me the commissioner seat then are you even doing your
1: job I'll just pretend like it's a ten thousand dollar league and, and we're there putting in a hundred.
3: Major League Baseball's opening day is April the 1st. Vital, you may remember from the program last year that Van and I, in a socially distanced, safe setting, um, set up the grill and made lots of hot dogs and stadium-style foods, and we put up 10 TVs on his back porch. None of this is a lie. And watched every single baseball game simultaneously while enjoying all the amenities of the ballpark from the comfort of a hammock.
1: And you're invited again this year, Vital. It,
0: which you well, skipped. I, I think I will. I think I'll join you guys. That's
1: all right, So you say every year. Yeah.
0: You no, know, this year it's uh, hopefully the season plays out, you know, and don't miss any games. We don't have any issues.
3: 935, cut it off. Vital says that he will be with us. Quote it. We will make sure we have your San Diego Padres up on this on the biggest screen, Vital. Uh,
1: Milwaukee <laughs> Brewers, wait. Well, okay, I mean. Everybody's a Padres fan this yeah.
3: year. Brewers, like they're at least third tier, and they're probably closer to fourth
1: tier. Brewer's got a chance, as good a chance as anybody, in the super soft NL Central. I don't,
3: why did you just say that?
1: <laughs> Whoever gets 83, it's a race to 83 wins.
3: The, the St. Louis Cardinals will have 106 wins this season.
1: That's insane talk. That's You need a straight jacket.
3: They will have 111 wins and set the all-time record for wins. It's the ramblings of a crazy person. Congratulations to league MVP, Nolan Arenado, Cy Young Award winner, Paul Goldschmidt. I'm sorry. Do <laughs> you know what positions your players play? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Just give it to them. <laughs> so we're doing our fantasy baseball draft tomorrow. Our fantasy baseball draft, We only you and I live here. Right.
1: Everyone else is everywhere else. Everyone else is childhood friends And then youth friends. Yes. Most people are from Carlsbad or Las Cruces or El Paso. Lovely. And then me and you up here in Albuquerque.
3: And in our league, because we're all millennials. Are we? Yes, I think we all are. Hmm. We don't have a problem logging into the online draft deal. We don't have a problem. Like somebody will be late, whatever. Set your auto picks. And that to me is like, and not just because of COVID, because of convenience, that is the complete migration from why I got into fantasy sports in the first place, which is the draft party.
1: Naturally. Yeah. You care very little about your team's performance.
3: Yes. I give $100 to the league, allegedly, <laughs> so that we can all sit around at a Buffalo Wild Wings and, and spit game at our waiter. A waiter? <laughs> Okay. Another pitcher, big dog. And that's 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 me talking about... Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. When did the fantasy football... Excuse me. When did the fantasy sports draft die? Literally
1: last year. Literally last year. Yeah, literally last year.
3: Because you said Zoom is doing it this year.
1: Uh, I don't know. I got an email from Yahoo saying they're doing a, a draft party kind of video thing i love that so you can attach cameras to the draft room so you can see everybody drafting you know what weird stuff i will do in that circumstance yeah oh yeah
3: have you read the we're in a group text and put a disclaimer in front of our fantasy yes. draft <laughs> taking kyle pitts with the first overall pick in this year's fantasy draft To me, there has to be so much excitement about it is what I'm saying. Like, I want a league that is so hyped for draft day
1: because I feel like that doesn't exist. Now I feel like it's just another, like, ho-hum. Except for you, this core of players has been together for, like, 10 years. Yeah. And it's, like, perfect timing on your part because one player dropped out, excuse me, one manager dropped out the year you moved into town. Yes. Yeah. And then that
3: somehow got me into the Fantasy Football League, which, again, I want to mention for the listener, I'm the
1: reigning champion of. Quarterbackless champion. The first time in the history of fantasy football a guy won without a quarterback. (laughs) I'm a rare talent. You had like 30 different quarterbacks on your team. Playing the matchups. Yeah. So I'm going to draft. So let's say, okay, let's say this year, we got our first shot. JD and the straight shots. Not enough time to get our second shot. Yeah. Before the draft. We're talking vaccination. But we're we're halfway vaccinated. Yeah. Would you be comfortable in a room with all 10 people right now? If I'm vaccinated? Yeah. If I'm vaccinated? You don't care about the other people?
3: <laughs> I mean, I, I don't I have them vaccinated. Par for the course, Vital. Yeah. It-
1: Fred doesn't care about other people.
3: Okay, that's not par for the course. As I become a golfer, and I know what that means now. (laughs) I am very comfortable with individuals because I I have the vaccine. I'll
1: be out, yeah, because I have the vaccine. I'm comfortable. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I would say that. Instead of getting like everybody around one table, we get everybody around two tables. I would do that. A little bit of extra distance. Yeah. Put your mask on when you're not slamming some oat sodas. Heck, call it three tables. Put four of us to a table. Whose house is this at? Because mine's not big enough. I don't know. i are in a space. We can do it on my back patio. Yeah.
3: It's actually speakeasy at Dave and Buster's. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Super sweet. That would be the sweetest. Yeah.
1: Everyone gets their own giant television to draft on.
3: Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna do it on Papa Shot.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> just if you make it, you get the next. Yes,
3: one. smart. Uh hold on one second, guys. Let me see if I get Juan Soto here. Which is your actual draft strategy? And swish. You already know my draft strategy: get Freddie Freeman, and then everything else works out. Yeah, love Freddie Freeman. And it's like a weird draft year, right? Cuz like the rankings are weird now. Cuz for so long, I felt like it was like old guard, but there's such young, good, insanely talented. Mike Trout was always like number 1, right? Every year. He's not. He's probably number 5. That is how much baseball is evolving. I got rank I got him ranked number 5 this year. Do you? He's as low as 8. I got it right here. Fernando Tatis Jr. 2.
1: Juan Soto 3. Mookie Betts Four. Acuna. One. is the best fantasy baseball player if he stays healthy.
3: You might put Jacob DeGrom above Mike, Mike Trout. You might. Yeah, you might. I can't really come up with anyone else that I think would be better than Mike Trout. Trey Turner.
1: The Trey, kid from Washington, the shortstop? He's a fantasy darling. He gets like 30 homers, 50 steals. But the conversation has always been and should always be. Mike Trout. Well, he has the highest floor. He's going to be Mike Trout. Acuna Jr. has the highest floor. Nah, Mike Trout does.
3: Acuna Jr. is still too young. I would even say Betts and Soto and Tatis are just a shade better.
1: hmm Floor-wise. No, not floor. Ceiling, yes. Fantasy ceiling, yes. Not floor. You know Mike Trout's going to be Mike Trout no matter what. But, yeah, it is bonkers not seeing him number one because he's the obvious number one pick for years and years and years and years and years and years. He's like Priest Holmes. Ladanian Tomlinson. Good one. Thank you.
3: And you have to like – I feel like the league right now is in a place where you have to learn all – like you're relearning the game. You're relearning the players. Because like guys can't play into their 40s the way they used to on the juice. Well, everyone except for Nelson Cruz.
1: Well, he's not going to be in my top five. <laughs> I love the youth movement. I love it. Mike Trout's obviously the best player in baseball, but well, he's not the best fantasy player.
3: We're breaking him down by position and where you should when we get back. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central Live from the Talk ABQ Studio powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Disclaimer. A statement that denies something, especially responsibility. All right, well, there you go. I'm not responsible.
1: Have you ever been?
3: I've been responsible. Oh, wait, statements. You mean responsible <laughs> for
1: something? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah.
3: Okay. You want to go with hitters or you want to go with pitchers? You start. Hitters. We gave you the top five already. Yes. You're going Acuna, Betts, Soto, Tatis, Trout.
1: I'm going Acuna, Tatis, Soto, Betts, Trout. Cool. We're so very close. Yeah. Acuna has a chance to be the first 50-50 player. He's that good. He's going to hit 50 dingers. 50 dingers, 50 steals. Mark McGuire hit 49 dingers. I'm not saying he is. I think he has a chance to. Juan Soto might be the best hitter of the generation. You know what he's got? Mike Trout is Mike Trout.
3: He's got swag.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I want to – all right. You could take any of the top five first, and I wouldn't be mad. I think Acuna is obviously the first pick, but you can take any one of those five and be like, okay.
3: With Soto – Juan Soto, okay? I could open up Webster's Dictionary, and I could look for every superlative of the word excellence. Mm -hmm. There's not enough of them.
1: Look up excellence in the dictionary. You know what you'll find? A photo. No. (laughs) (laughs) You'll find the definition of excellence, which Juan Soto is. There it is. Yeah. I thought you were going to go with the photo Juan Soto. No, no, that's a
3: joke. It's got layers, buddy. He, in his first year, struck out like one out of every five times-ish, okay? He, last year, dropped that down 5% to where he maybe strikes out one out of every eight times. Like, so he puts it in play seven out of eight times?
1: He uh, set a record last year for... Not swinging at pitches out of the zone. That's incredible. Is the best ball recognition in the history of baseball. The best batter's eye in the history of baseball.
3: A smart man once told me the hardest thing to do in sports is to hit a Major League Slider. Sounds like a wise man. Do You want to know who throws Major League Sliders? Jacob DeGrom. Woo! Garrett Cole. Woo! Shane Bieber. Woo! You Darvish. Trevor Bauer. Walker Bueller. I could keep
1: going. Max Scherzer. This isn't pickup baseball at the Y. So, after the first five hitters we've been talking about, I think you wouldn't be wrong taking Jacob DeGrom. He's far and away the best pitcher. If Garrett Cole wasn't in the AL East, I would say DeGrom and Cole are 1A and 1B. I think Dick is far and away the best pitcher in fantasy.
3: I'm taking off my St. Louis Cardinals fandom hat right now. Uh huh. There are three teams at the top that are better than everyone. The New York Yankees. Correct. The Los Angeles Dodgers of Anaheim. Okay. And the San Diego Super Padres.
1: Yes, that's correct.
3: Okay. Then there is literally everyone else, but the White Sox are like a close number four. Maybe the Braves.
1: White Sox lost a stud this week. Eloy Jimenez is out for the whole season. For why? Torn pectoral? I think you can fix that. That happened happened to John Cena. Take you six months, though. John Cena come back in three. Well, that's John Cena.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point.
1: (laughs) (laughs) John Cena's John Cena. That's the problem with that analysis. You familiar
3: with Froggy Fresh, Vitale? There's this whole song on John Cena. The Yankees are so good and projected to be so good offensively that Garrett Cole just has to keep a team under four runs.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. You know how doable that is for Garrett Cole? That's easy for Garrett Cole. Watch out for Shane Bieber this year. His peripherals were amazing last year. He could be the number one pitcher, and you get him – six or seven picks after de i really wanted to take bieber in the draft last year sure but there's a, r- a big problem with him uh what is that his last name is bieber
3: no i'm into it that kind
1: of turns me off a little bit i'm into holy yeah it's not a bad song i'm a chance a rapper guy you know that. same yeah
3: i'm about to give you a hot take and this one is with my fandom hat on jack flat is a top 12 or excuse me top 10 fantasy baseball pitcher this year
1: yeah he's definitely in the second tier he's better than Clayton Kershaw I'd take him you give me Jack Flaherty with my third pick I'm a happy man it's a good spot he's very very good
3: he's better than Max Scherzer question mark Aaron Nola question mark
1: um I think you'd be okay I would take Scherzer even with the injury risk over Flaherty nola to me is 50 50 you take either one are you
3: a stream? do you like draft pitchers and keep them all year are you like a because i don't
1: both I yeah do both yeah i want to f- i want a couple studs and then i'm going to stream i stream one or two spots
3: and it depends on like how many like waiver claims i get a week
1: yeah you get two a day in our league two a day yeah
3: you know what that is two starters every day yeah <laughs> Guys I've never heard the names of. Like I like you go to like the waiver wire and you're like, oh, I think uh is Detroit's Matthew Boyd going today? It's, okay, yeah, let me put him out there. I see he's who's he going up
1: against? Oh, Cleveland? Well, okay, yeah, let's put Matthew Boyd out there. It's a lot of fun. Streaming streaming matchups is a lot of fun. It's probably my favorite thing about fantasy baseball. You know,
3: I've been a big Zach Davies guy for a long time, and uh, what he's going to do with the Cubs this year? No,
1: I'm a big Zach Davies fan
3: until I release him tomorrow.
1: You know what? 505-246-0610. Give us a call. Give us your hot takes on fantasy. Joe Kim Soria. And if you don't have hot takes on fantasy, we want to hear about your draft. That's what we want. Tell us about your draft party. I'm into draft parties. Are you like a soda pop and pretzel guy? Are you like a, a pizza guy? You're like me I'm just like a beer guy. I'm a beer guy. Like I don't remember my last two or three picks. You know I'm a salty snack guy? I'm ex- it's like uh, when you drunk Amazon something like you forget and the package shows up you're like, "Oh my god. What did I get?" It's like Christmas morning. You It's the same thing for me with like my last three picks. <laughs> like I wake up the next day and I'm like, "Ooh, what's my last three going to be?" This is exciting. What you
3: just did and you didn't mean to do it is you saddened me. Oh, how so? You've made me sad. Why? Because I have known every year for the last four years who my very last draft pick is. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. (laughs) And he's
1: like a T.I. song now. Dead and gone. He might still be there. (laughs) Yes, he will be available, but that's not the point. No, I mean, he might be there to draft. They might not have removed him from the draft list because maybe he makes a comeback and comes back for his comeback. What I need is a recommendation.
3: Yeah, It'll be like Yasiel Puig. That's who it'll end up being. Like somebody who's just is
1: not on a team. think I got him. My question of the year for fantasy and real baseball, what's Randy Rosarina going to look like? Because if Randy Rosarina plays like he did in the playoffs, you take him ahead of Trout too. If he plays like the regular season – you draft him in the sixth or seventh round, which a Randy or Rosarino is going to show up. There are so many guys that would take over him.
3: A bunch, just for that risk. Yeah. Right? Like weird guys, like like Xander Bogarts. Like, they're just guys that'd be like, okay, let me get him. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the kid from Toronto you really like, the shortstop?
1: Bo Bichette? Yes. Dante's kid? Like, There's like
3: kids like that where it's like, oh, I'll take a runner like and that's not a runner like that like he should go like first three rounds
1: yeah boba will probably be third round pick
3: uh albuquerque listener cares about alex bregman you're taking alex bregman fourth round fifth round
1: uh high as third i would say if you're really high on it i would i would take him with the third pick if you're really high on him if you need because he can play the corner or the shortstop in most leagues correct if you get him in the fourth round and he's your shortstop, you did very well. In okay. F- in fantasy, not real life.
3: No punchline here. Okay. I'm taking Nolan Arenado first overall.
1: Okay. You can get him in the second. Not waste that
3: pick. <laughs> I'm going to end up with a team this year that has Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, and for some reason, Pete Alonso. I can just feel it happening.
1: Oh, my God. You are the best team in 2012. <laughs>
3: I want to talk NCAA basketball Sweet 16 when we get back. Today's varsity, bogus reasons to be late. Get down on the final segment. and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, ninety-five point nine FM AM six ten, the Sports Animal. From the texter, Pablo Sandoval made the Braves roster today. That seems like a guy Fred would draft.
1: That's a super accurate. Yeah, that's actually spot on. Instead of Tim Tebow, you're going to take the Panda.
3: What would you call him? Panda. What is it? Why is that? Why is that? Pablo is Panda. Is that is that is that Spanish for panda? No, Pablo oh. is Spanish for Paul. So oh. <laughs> Also, from the texter, do you think there's a market for starting a fake Myers-Leonard sports blog?
1: No. No, it's not. No. Myers-Leonard on On One America News, maybe. On Breitbart, maybe there is. Hot Myers-Leonard updates. You know, I just had a thought, Fred. I cannot wait. So you know we got the new disclaimer. I'm
3: familiar with the disclaimer. Because we are who we are, apparently. E- yes. Yeah. Which, And also, we're about to talk about Los Altos Golf Course. And uh, um, because of the disclaimer, just everyone should know that the Sports Animal does not uh, care about Los Altos Golf Course at all. It's only us and our show.
1: Sure. Same. Cool. You know how when they started slapping parental advisory on CDs and sales went through the roof? Yes. That's what's about to happen. I think our new disclaimer <laughs> is going to do the same thing for us. Do you you remember- It's just going to increase intrigue. It's like, oh my God, what are they going to say? Why do they need a disclaimer now? We're getting a new (laughs) t-shirt. With- ABQ Central,
3: it just says disclaimed. Disclaimed. Woo! I like it. You remember when Saturday Morning Cartoons had to have the, to where we couldn't trick you anymore with commercials, little kids? Right. So it was like, after these messages. Yes. I'll be right back. That's what this is because mm-hmm. we are your Saturday morning rush. listener. we are honeycombs and fruity pebbles and frosted flakes in one bowl with chocolate milk.
1: I do that. You, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love drugs. Yeah. Captain Crunch and fruity pebbles together. Mm. Speaking, yeah. I'm
3: speaking of, speaking, speaking <laughs> of, of weed times. being legal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to do that again. I haven't had cereal regularly in forever. I eat cereal all the time. It's like a random tasty treat for me because it's got the health value of candy. <laughs> so I think once weed's legal,
0: I'm oh, going to start eating cereal again. Up, yeah.
1: yeah, cereal. I'm going to have a cereal.
0: It'll be a resurgence.
3: <gasps> so I am, like everyone else listening to the program right now, I eat the same cereal that my father ate. Is it Mueslix? Are you familiar Mueslix? with- <laughs> That's a good one. Are you familiar with Life Cereal? Oh yeah. yeah, that's the one I eat because that's what my dad ate. Okay. About grape nuts, that's what, you very, do, very...
0: what your grandparents used to eat.
1: I think, grape nuts are way underrated. If you can handle the consistency, the flavor is it, kind of good. They look horrible.
0: I pour a lot of
1: sugar on it. I it's like you put a, you get a bowl of grape nuts in front of you, and then you pour the grape nuts in there. And you pour the milk on it, and the, the cereal doesn't move at all. So, but it's like a, it's more solid than anything. The thing with Grape Nuts,
3: though, is I think Grape Nuts is literally like the opening scene of like a painting out camera from the Beverly Hillbillies before they get rich. Because it's like it's like the crappiest, like poor, like low-end, like government-issued, like it's like crappy cereal. Yeah, it's the gruel of cereal. That's what it is. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the, the Clements, the Clements,
1: yeah, that's what they lived on before moving to Beverly Hills. When you serve grape nuts in prison, the warden gets a very strongly worded email. Yes, that's, <laughs> this is cruel and unusual.
0: Yeah, cereal I'm already
1: planner. locked up for life. Why are you serving me
3: grape nuts? Life cereal, Vital. That's the one I eat. Well, speaking of life. That's what my dad ate. We golfed for the first time ever yesterday.
1: You did surprisingly better than I thought you are going to. Vital, I broke my driver. <laughs> Besides that. Vital, I smashed it into the ground, not out of anger
3: or ignorance, out of like a performance error. <laughs> yeah. And it snapped in half, flew through the air, similar to the way in that Apple commercial when the lady throws the hammer oh, in yeah. 1984-esque <laughs> at the IBM sc- screen. That's what this thing did in slow motion. And, and then it stuck into the ground. Just like in uh, 2001, a Space Odyssey, like like an obelisk, that is a really good example of what I did
1: with my driver. Hole two, <laughs> Vital, Fred made it one hole hole, and then broke his driver. So I had to play my th- on the second hole. There was a divot in the ground. <laughs> a driver speed divot in the ground, a foot a foot behind the ball, and he snapped his driver halfway up the shaft, and the driver head went flying like 20 feet further than the ball went. It was just nuts. Our foursome was floored. Yes. It two, was, two of us were literally rolling on the floor. It
3: was very comical. Yeah. And where did we do this, you asked? Los Altos. And if you're not familiar... The intersection of Eubank and the highway. It was really nice. It's nicer than you think it is. It was insanely nice. And it's a Muni course, which yeah. I didn't know. It's like Muni owned. Yes, it is. So you go out there and there's beautiful. Are you familiar with the Sandias? Absolutely. Okay. So they were strong yesterday. They were a, they were a snow sprinkled like you would do with grape nuts and a little powdered sugar. Mm-hmm. And they were beautiful. The course was beautiful. The foursome was tremendous. It was my first time out there. And I'm hack, Vital. I am hack. I can make it go straight, but I can't make it go far or high. And I simply had the best time. I simply had the best time. I'm now a golfer because I have golfed. <laughs> We're gonna put on the social media a photo that Van just showed me he possessed, which I didn't know, where the golf where the driver head of my shaft, weird sentence,
1: giggity, went further than the ball. <laughs> <laughs> i'll show you too vital it's it was legit hilarious after that though yeah you did pretty good you kept like hitting it forward yes advancing the ball that's all it's about yeah you you, you did great it's all in the hips i kept telling myself you have fun though as yes you. you did yeah i like hanging out with the boys you didn't have like a bad attitude or get frustrated why you would just, i like, yeah that's that's the problem with some golfers is everyone thinks they're friggin tiger woods If they don't go out there and shoot the best score of their life, their day is ruined. It's like, hey, you sucked five minutes before you started golfing today. Yes. You're going to suck five minutes after you're done. Have a good time. Relax and have a good time with your
3: boys. I am like you, where I believe I should be instantly good at everything I immediately attempt without any practice preparation or understanding.
1: Right. Golf is not one of those. That's not that thing. No, it's not. You can't do that. Golf is hard.
3: Also, no punchline here. What is my favorite thing? You know what my favorite thing is. What's my favorite thing in the world? I can't say it on air. It's fellowship. Okay. <laughs> That's what we had on the course at Los Altos. Sure did. Go check them out. They got a pro down there, Levi Flores. He can play.
1: He can, like, really play. Yeah. <laughs> had a we lot did. of talent. We took him to Top Golf, and he peppered that Starbucks. Correct. Also, Vital, I don't know if you know this.
3: You, did you ever see the movie Short Circuit? Yes, I did. Okay. So that's now a golf cart. So short circuit <laughs> is a caddy a personal caddy that follows you around. I do you even know how this works, Van? Is it Bluetooth to your phone? I really don't know.
1: Yeah, it's Bluetooth to your phone. Yeah, that's the right face to make, yeah, Vital. A yeah. short it looks like short so, circuit. It's a mechanized golf cart. That follows you around and carries your clubs. You have to charge it. It looks like Johnny Five from Short Circuit. Yeah, people just walk down the golf course and their bags in a cart is yeah. just following like three feet behind them. It's like it's like in that scene in Hurt Locker when Jeremy Renner has that robot yes. that disarms
0: yeah. bombs. But yeah. for a golf clubs. Yeah. Makes it easier.
3: And there's some
1: sort of like it won't go on the greens. I don't really understand how that works. I need a robot to disarm those bombs I was hitting out of the tee box Oh, my gosh. What's up? Los Altos.
0: Well, it doesn't get in front of you. It just follows you.
3: Correct. It's I don't know. Yeah. It's programmed that way. It's like a puppy or a girl you meet on the dating app. Yeah. It just follows you around forever. Sure. I loved it. I loved everything about it. Well, you got a lot of practice ahead of you, buddy. <laughs> I, you, I didn't keep score, but I think I was easily in the 120s. Oh, get out. 130s.
0: D- d- did the auto Try. caddy find you a new club?
2: He
3: broke 200. I did not break 200. I broke one club. So if anyone's a golf pro, golf enthusiast, or has an extra set of plus ones, 505-246-0610 <laughs> will trade admiration. But full disclaimer... That's just Vimo talk. I'll just Vimo you. I don't, don't even have to meet in person. It's
1: COVID nineteen. I wouldn't sell you my driver when you're only getting two holes out of it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you, you can always go to the Goodwill and get like they they always have a thousand golf clubs. I'm just gonna go buy a bunch of them, yeah. just snap them all off. Sure. It literally. I'm. This is serious. There's no punchline after this one. I hurt my elbow doing that. My yes. elbow like hurts.
1: Yes. When you catch too much, I taught you the word duffing. What? If you duff if you duff the ball. Is this a Simpsons beer joke? No, it is not. Okay. If you get too much <laughs> ground, that's going to hurt your follow elbow because you drag oh, it yeah. and put a lot of pressure on that elbow if you hit the ground.
3: Well, I think it was just because I had so much uh, to torque that yeah. I broke what it was either titanium, carbon fiber, uh, s- steel magnolias. I don't know what this thing was made out of. Snapped it right off at Los Altos Golf Course. I
1: think that one was graphite. It had a graphite shaft. He smashed.
3: Oh, it was a pencil? Yeah. That's what you're telling me? <laughs> I'm out there swinging a number two. I'm playing golf I I'm getting ready to take the uh, ACT. I need, a, I need a number two. I don't have Los Altos information in front of me. Feel free to Google it. But uh, go check them boys
1: out. Legitimately just the best time. And well, it's, it's the course is already in surprisingly good shape for just coming out of winter, in the desert. Yeah,
3: yeah. There's a lot of zoja out there. They're good. The undulation was strong on the course. It was rolling. A lot of par fours. Had a lot of fun with it. Driving range, chipping, putting.
1: Pro shop was stacked. That's like a like wonka land for golfers yes yeah
3: if i tell i went to the pro shop you know what i did bought stuff
0: <laughs> number two number two driver
3: i said can you reshaft this they said there's no reason to Like, like no, 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 no. No. come on get, guy, get out of here sweet 16 breakdown when we get back i'm gonna tell you why michigan sucks they go Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio. Full on disclaimer. This is 95.9 FM AM 610. The Sports Animal. A claim van is what happened in 1849 whenever the Latter-day Saints settled the Bay Area searching for gold. A disclaim... Is what our friends and family here at Cumulus have done to the program. Just kidding.
1: Well, we have another disclaimer that these are not historical facts <laughs> by Fred Slow. Do not repeat these to your friends and family. That never happened.
3: We're making a lot of jokes in all seriousness. Us, the upper management, the leadership, and everyone who ever interacted here at 610 the Sports Animal, Cumulus KNML
1: been tremendous i'd call them top tier i would say they're absolutely top tier. And phenomenal they're better than phenomenal pahino what is that word phenomenal mispronounced
3: okay. oh uh pablo <laughs> got it all right games today van you ready hit me games today i want to make sure i got this right so the first game today is at twelve for- i'm not gonna do them in order it's gonna confuse me Twelve forty. mountain thank you you're welcome oregon state and loyola yeah Eight and a 12. who to thunk it? Everyone picks a 12. No one picks an eight. Chicago Loyola upset Illinois, and by upset, I mean demolished, holding, holding the boys in orange to under 60. Both of these are a fun Elite Eight story either way. Yes. Who you got, big dog? I have Loyola. I don't hate it. You know they only got four losses this year?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not. They're very good. They're very good. They just don't play in a big conference. They don't get that love. All right.
3: Loyal it is. Because I want to say Oregon Say I want to be the
1: guy that's like, let's go Beavers. Dude, Pac-12 has been representing in this tournament. It's, like, it's probably the most exciting game today, right? Well, anything with Oral Roberts is fun to watch.
3: And Oral Roberts has Arkansas, and that's the later game. So Villanova, Baylor's before that, but I think both of us believe Villanova is going to have a real uphill battle here.
1: Yeah. I'm rooting for Villanova because when I look in the mirror, I see a five. (laughs) So I like like going after a five here, but I think Baylor's going to take it. Baylor is very, very good. Give me Loyola and Baylor. Is that who you got? VITEL, Loyola and Baylor. Is that who you got? VITEL.
0: I got um, no, not Loyola. I have
3: Oregon State.
0: Ooh. No, I got Houston.
3: Ooh. Well, eventually, yeah. Of those two games, we're talking.
0: Oh, no, of those two games. Yeah, I got. I like Loyola. No, not against Baylor.
3: We're gonna jump real quick to the.
0: I'm all confused. That's <laughs> <See> what happens <laughs> when I take a phone call. That's... We'll
3: give you a break. Yeah, you're producing. But you answered the phone, and that allowed Howard to join us, friend of the show Howard. Good morning, my friend. How are you?
2: Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Fair to
3: Midland, excited for basketball.
2: Is it too early for a beer, Vital? It is.
3: Vital is currently texting, but he is saying no. It's perfectly there you go. Perfectly at time. Fred. Yes, sir. How
2: can you associate yourself with a man that blames his dog's bowel movement for being late to work? <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, it's their appetite speed, but... Howard, he
3: said, I got a couple gassy boys at home. Sorry I'm running late here. Not what happened.
2: I'm appalled at the mental anguish you're putting your dogs through by using them as scapegoats. No pun intended. Yeah,
3: yeah. dogs. Yeah.
2: My After I hang up from this call, gentlemen, I will be contacting the Humane Society, <laughs> and they will be invading your home, Ben. Hear that? Trying to put an end to the mental anguish you're putting your pets through.
1: Well, I don't tell them I use them as an excuse. They have no idea that I use them. Gaslighting them is what you're doing. I treat them very well at home, but when I'm gone, they're the the root of all my problems.
2: Well, yeah, you know, that's kind of like my wife, you know? When I'm at home, I'm very nice, sweet, and I smile, but then after that, you know, all bets are off, right?
3: How- Howard, you've been a boss in your life at some point, somewhere. Like, what? give me, like, the best employee excuse for being late. Like, what was the best, like... Hey, sorry I'm, sorry I'm 10 minutes late. Here's some dumb stuff.
2: Well, currently I own a con- small construction company, and I have an, 11 employees. I have heard it all. <laughs> I have heard. I, I, I just can't say. I, I, I tell them, why can't you just say I couldn't get my lazy <clears throat> out of bed and get to work on time? Ah, the it's truth. The same ones all, yes, it's the same ones all the time. You know, my car if the car didn't start five times in a row one week for one guy.
3: I had a guy one time tell me that he was sorry he was late because his card got declined at the Walgreens on the way in. And I said, Walgreens isn't even open yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, what, like, what
3: kind of lie is
1: this? It's a very poor
3: yeah, lie. Yeah,
2: well, exactly. And, I mean, you know, um, one of my guys, uh, he came in smelling like liquor, and he was late. And I said, so what was your excuse this morning? Uh, you were waiting until 7 o'clock for Seven Eleven to open so you can pick up a <laughs> bottle of vodka? Nice. You know, I mean, uh, a lot of things go on in the construction And none of it's pretty. I I liken it to opening the daycare every morning, wiping butts and noses, and getting the guys going, you know?
1: Nice
3: spot-on analysis from Howard. Very good. Yeah, in the world of uh, home renovation.
2: There you go. But now let's get back to the topic of um, sports. Who picked Baylor? Was that you, Fred?
3: I will absolutely pick Baylor. That's me as well.
2: I think uh, Baylor is going to be... Our next national champ. I think it's going to be a Baylor Gonzaga national championship, and I think it's going to be a game for the ages. I think, you know, Gonzaga's tough, but I like Baylor. I, I just, I'm liking him a lot, and I'd love to see that championship game, guys. I think that would be, you know, a, a, a humdinger. Can we say that on the air? Yes. Sure.
3: Yeah. Full disclaimer, oh, okay. you can.
2: Well, well, there is a disclaimer. That's right. So. Humdinger's okay
3: the only problem I have with your prediction for that championship, which by the way I'm tuning in for if that is it, is Baylor's not going to get through Houston. Houston to me is a world beater
2: nope Baylor is it, it, i I will at some point we will cross cross paths, and I will bet that Baylor makes a a cold beer that Baylor makes the national championship one of these days, you know you gentlemen will be getting off the air at eleven on a Saturday, yes and me you and, and Vital will meet somewhere and have a cold beer.
3: So I, if Vital goes, then I am going, because it'll be the first time he's ever accepted an invite for us for anything.
2: Well, how, if Howard's
0: paying, that, that's right there. Okay. That doesn't happen. Hey. So I'll go Howard, you figure oh, out...
2: Vital. Oh, Vital. Oh, that's what Carlisle that's it. says. That's what Carlisle says. You're off the Christmas list, Vital. That's it. <laughs> there goes that autographed Bart Star jersey from Green Bay. And you know oh.
3: Vital knows everywhere in town that serves the beast... Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. where we'll yeah. end up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I remember when Vital was a good guy and he had a halo and he didn't drink.
3: Well, I mean, the time, a uh, COVID. It's a COVID world now. Yeah. We just, yeah. we now all got to cope. We're
2: the ar- armpit of society along with you and I and, and uh, you know, and everybody else that uh, likes to uh, tip the alcoholic well, beverage. First of all, Howard,
3: if you're talking about Pitts, you're talking about Kyle Pitts, who's the greatest <laughs> athlete in the history of all <laughs> collegiate sports. Uh, uh, uh-huh.
0: Does he know who Kyle Pitts is? <laughs> Well,
2: there was a good segue, wasn't there?
3: <laughs> Howard, thanks for taking the time this morning. You were a friend of the Later, show. Guys. We appreciate you. Thanks, Howard. Like his energy. The best part when Howard calls and the listener doesn't know this, he calls like right after a break because he, he knows when we come back. Obviously, he, he listens to the program. Vital will talk to him on the phone for 10 minutes before he puts him on. They're just like, they're chatty Cathy's, the two of them.
0: Meanwhile, who do you got Beanie Baylor? <laughs> uh,
3: I don't know. <laughs> I got Houston for sure. I got Houston over Syracuse tonight. Big. It's not even going to be close, man.
1: I agree. Houston's outclassed. Syracuse, they're just too good. So from the today games, we got the Cougars of Houston,
3: the Chicago Loyola whatevers, Baylor. Here's the thing about the Oral Roberts-Arkansas game. Oral Roberts has already played Arkansas this season. Oral Roberts jumped out big against Arkansas earlier this season. Arkansas rallied. Arkansas came back and won.
0: It was a close game, though. But it was a close yeah. game.
1: <sighs> I'm rooting for Oral Roberts, but I don't think they have a chance against Arkansas. I don't either. I'm going to cheer very hard for Oral Roberts, but Arkansas-, Arkansas.
0: lives and dies by the three. That's something to keep in mind. If they're on, they're on. If they're not, their coach said it a couple of days ago. They're, that's, that's why defense is the number one thing for them.
3: But if it's tight, because Oral Roberts has won two tournament games by a total of six points. And they Mm -hmm. were down
0: double digits in both those games in the tournament. Not only come back, but win.
3: And you know I hate Oral Roberts because of my opinion of Tulsa.
1: Really now? Go on. Let's alienate Oklahoma again.
3: Disclaimer for Oklahoma (laughs) people.
1: Let's X another state off of our list. We already did in Mississippi. All right, let me rephrase it. We already did most of Georgia new jersey last week new jersey last week the
3: i don't hate oklahoma but i think i hate televangelists.
1: and that's like the heart and soul of televangelist land yes oklahoma and texas like kicks out the most per capita sure yeah the worst one of all time joel osteen is from my hometown houston
3: the, I believe that Texas's number one export is televangelist.
1: Yeah, that's I horrible. believe
3: that's on their gross... Very, very sad. Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: very sad. Very, very sad.
3: Uh, I'm going to take Oral Roberts by three over I'm, Arkansas. Ooh, I, I love upset. it. I love that yeah. pick.
1: Oral Roberts is better than a 15. Oral Roberts is not an 11-point dog to Arkansas. Is that what it says? It's 11, yeah. It's 11? Yeah. I, this should be like... Six and a half, seven and a half. I Big will
0: leave seven, this show. I will
3: drive to Route 66 Casino. I will go to the sports book.
1: Oral Roberts plus 11 is a fantastic bet. That is it. It's a fantastic bet.
3: That, that
0: is.
1: I'm putting all of my just crypto. Go to, just go to Bodog. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a paid advertisement right there. It's a all, joke. Also, if I was about to say, hey, listener that might
3: know a guy, do you know how many calls we would get immediately? Everyone's got a guy.
0: I used to have a bookie.
3: I had a bookie because they give
0: out the best odds. They do. You get into. They really do. They juice you better numbers.
3: There was a watering hole here in this town that I won't name, where he sat at the end of the of the bar
1: there every night. Same story. Same. Yeah, you know. Okay. I had a, I had a guy in Carlsbad, and I had a guy in Cruces that I would do some intermittent sports betting with, and the guy in Carlsbad. Used to because there's only three bars in Carlsbad. I don't know if there still are, but there used to only be three bars. And then, like, the second most dirtbag one there, I won't use any names out of respect of dirtbaggery. Dirtbaggery. He used to go to the bar in a robe. He used to be at the end of the bar <laughs> with this book taking bets in a robe. So he was the dude. Like, but- if. The FBI uh, yeah. or the cops like run into the bar like looking for who's the bookie. Yeah. It's the guy in the robe every time. Like, duh. Yeah, Vital. I'm not lying. It's a true story. In a robe. I'm not gonna say his name either. No, you can't say his name. Yeah. And the
3: guy also the guy I would work the guy I knew, I've never illegally bet on anything in my life, but I knew this is how it worked. You would say like whatever it is, and he would text you, you'd say, book it.
1: Uh, you're like, yeah.
3: who talks like that?
1: Huh. Who talks like that? Well, bookies. Oh, bookies. Yeah, bookies, too. That's a ledge. I've never done it. My guy in Cruces was named Fat Mike. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. It's very true. <laughs> you just said. And he was super skinny. That was the weird part. They called him Fat <laughs> Mike, <laughs> and he was not was He was not fat. Not fat whatsoever. I think it was a reference to his pockets. Because ah, po- he always had to walk around with a lot of cash. Yeah, pockets spread slow. Yeah, yeah I get that.
3: <laughs> I mean, it's tall, if I tell you, tall pockets.
0: Trees.
1: Houston over Syracuse easily.
3: Yeah.
0: That's how I feel.
1: Arkansas over Oral Roberts. Nope, they're going to lose. In a close one.
0: I'm, got, I hope Oral Roberts wins. I got wins. Florida State knocking off Michigan. Well, that's tomorrow. Goodbye, we'll, Big Ten. We'll, yeah. get to,
1: we'll get to that one in the next segment. Okay. But I, you, I do also, yeah, I tell. I don't. I do, though. Is there two players from Michigan with the Corvids? Are they back? Is that true? Yeah, they got two players with the, oh corv- the Corvids.
0: Well, Livers was the one guy who's gone out of the tournament because of an injury. He was there with their top scorer, their guard. Yeah. He, so that, that's going to hurt them big time.
1: Yeah, I got Florida State in the Final Four. That was probably my dumbest pick, but we still, won't still alive.
3: We won't be back on air in time to finish out this bracket. I know we got to grab a break, Vital. Uh, so we both have Houston and Loyola. Um, so I got Houston over Loyola, obviously, in the Elite Eight. And I'm, I can't take Oral Roberts over Baylor. No, so.
1: Baylor's too good. Yeah.
3: But uh, we'll be back on our entire for the Final Four. Let's grab a break, and then we will break down the other, the games tomorrow. And then today's varsity is um, dumb excuses for being late, Van. <laughs> Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, of course, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. I went last week, Van, to the uh, United preseason friendly. It was out at uh, their training complex, like way out there by like Isleta Theater. Way out there. I mean, it took like 10 minutes. It's not like it was far. So they had brought in 300 fans to watch the game. They had put him in little pods of six, so they had like spray painted off on the ground.
1: Yeah, I saw pictures. Oh very, my gosh, it was very smart. Done so well. They do everything well.
3: Yeah. And you're familiar with Clint Gray over there who kind of like just kind of makes it all happen all the time. He's that dude. And I you know, I stopped talking for a minute. I'm like, I'm like, well, I'm sure you gotta go, man. This thing looks pretty hectic. He's like, no, this is clockwork, man. We got this thing down. He's like, sure. fans are loving it. Playing the field is great. But it was a really good little experience. I don't know, they're playing El Paso or Tulsa, I don't know. Boys look good. <laughs> or Tulsa. <laughs> yeah, but they United was uh, very exciting. Uh they're on the road this week for a preseason, they're on the road next week, and then the next home preseason is the 10th. So that's two weeks away. So so there you go. Check them out if you get a chance to check them out. But lots of family, friends, and everyone that wanted to support. Went to spring practice the other day too. Did I tell you that? You sure did. Yeah, me and me and Brandon Ortega went. That's exciting.
1: New friend, Coach Danny Gonzalez. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
3: we, yeah, we talked a little bit. Asked him about how he's enjoying being home. You know, there's no other way to really say that. Being home. But uh the team looked like this is gonna sound bad. So I'm gonna talk negatively about ne- like prior regimes. I don't want to talk because obviously there's a lot of the same players, but I'm gonna tell you this. There was excitement. It was up. There was an uptick, and they had just come back off spring break. And you would think like these boys, they, they're going to be lethargic. They're going to, you know, they they're missing their PlayStation. It was not that.
1: Nothing. No. They hungry.
3: Yes, that's how it felt. They're on a winning streak.
1: Keep that winning streak alive.
3: How cool. Yeah. Brand new everything over there. Brand new coaches. Brand new support staff. Brand new. I mean, it's a the culture has, a shifted paradigm.
1: All right, back to the tournament. Okay. Gonzaga, next. (laughs) I had Creighton getting this far. So of my busted bracket, Creighton is one of my good ones, one of my (laughs) nailed-it picks. And I had Gonzaga easily beating Creighton.
3: I got a hot take on Creighton, all right? They don't struggle to score.
1: No. Kids can hoot, man. That's another Loyola type school where, like, if they were in a bigger division, then they would get more love. What? Creighton's in what? The Big East? Like, the mid Atlantic. It's Atlantic 10. Yeah, Atlantic 10. No, they're in the Big East. Creighton is not in the Big East. Creighton's in the Big East, right? Am I losing my
0: mind? I think Atlantic 10.
1: What? Creighton Blue Jays, right? Yeah feel like they're in the big east. Oh my god, they are in the big east now. Thank you. And they've been in there for a while. I'm telling you to. Oh my god. Oh, I feel like a doofus. That's right. I know a little bit. Yeah, okay. Don't hey,
3: don't let my ignorant appearance and demeanor fool you. My ignorance only goes so far.
1: Disclaimer. <laughs> These boys shoot. Yeah, they've been in there since 13. I'm telling you. Yeah, <laughs> since the 14th the 14 basketball season. <laughs> Okay.
0: They're hitting their threes. They're good. If they're not, forget it.
3: Here's why the tournament is different you 2 Because when you're playing Gonzaga in Indianapolis, do you know who's getting rooted for by the fans in attendance? It's not Gonzaga. Like Everyone wants an upset. Everyone wants an underdog. Everyone loves Creighton every single year they're in the tournament. And this team will shoot for 40 straight minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm about to give you an upset right here. I'm going to take number five and give them Jays. Gonzaga.
0: No.
1: Gonzaga's got three players.
3: Gonzaga
0: is so talented and deep, and they got so many weapons. No.
1: Gonzaga's got three players. that are going to be in the NBA. Two next year, one the year after. Cool. You're wrong.
3: They barely got past Missouri. Or not Missouri. uh... By 17 points? Yeah, Oklahoma. (laughs) Oklahoma Oklahoma's what I was trying to say. Oklahoma beat Missouri. That's where I was.
1: And my dumbest final four pick is the next game, Florida State. In my bracket, I had Florida State beating Michigan, so obviously Florida State's my pick. With Michigan's injuries and COVID, I think Florida State should not only win but be the favorite. It's Michigan minus two and a half. Okay. If you're a gambling man, bet Florida. If you can get – Florida State plus three and a half. It's a very good bet. Give me a parlay.
3: Put down with my Oral Roberts pick. So we have currently Florida State and Creighton advancing.
1: Well, I got Gonzaga, but yeah, sure. (laughs) You do you.
3: (sighs) Betting against the Bruins in the tournament is stupid. Betting against Alabama in football is stupid. The Bruins are hot. Yeah, I mean, they're hot. Like, every team is hot. They're in the tournament. Are they? We don't get to this point on a cold spell. Sure you do.
1: Michigan? <laughs> Touché absolute touche I got Alabama in a squeaker UCLA beats the spread Alabama wins what's the spread six and a half I will parlay today oh yeah yeah
3: what you got I'm gonna take that bet the best game of the day will be or tomorrow will be USC Oregon
1: here's um how little I knew about the tournament coming in this year, I didn't know how good the Pac-12 was. Yeah. And they're everywhere. They ball. They dominated at the beginning of the tournament. Yeah, they ball. So I know literally nothing about these two teams. Like, so close to nothing about these two teams. So I'm picking Oregon because I got better jerseys. That's it. You're going with Phil Knight approach. That's literally it. I'm the girl. I'm In this game, I'm the chick from your office that chooses the fantasy players with – like the prettiest jerseys, and wins the league, that's me in this game. I'm choosing Oregon and their jerseys.
0: You're picking the Jimmy G of the tournament.
1: Yes, exactly. I'm taking the pretty one. I don't care about his personality.
0: They're both
3: the same team. They're both stacked. They're both 20 wins and a half dozen losses, and that's not exactly right. It's very close.
0: Oregon's really talented. I like them.
1: Sweet. See, Vital's got my back. He likes their players. I like their jerseys. It's a win-win. USC is favorited.
3: (laughs) Almost two to one. That's two points. Excuse me. 66% to 33% (laughs) per FanDuel. It's all about USC. Yeah, what does FanDuel
0: know? They just take your money. I mean, they do take it and they keep it. Every don't, don't give it to every them. week. Pick, well, keep winning. Pick Oregon.
3: By tell, it's not giving; it's gambling, and you need to understand that before.
0: I got numbers. <laughs> Fat Mike <laughs> here.
1: Hey, he got the numbers. All right, bang. I'm out collecting the numbers today. You ready
3: to uh, break down the women's tournament? <laughs> I have not watched a single second.
1: My family really likes women's basketball. I got a couple coaches on my mom's side of the family. I have a few coaches mm-hmm. on my mom's side of the family, mostly football stuff, but they care about every sport, and they love the women's game. Okay. They love the college women's game because it's about technique and plays and coaching and mm-hmm. fundamentals, and they love watching like really well-played basketball.
3: I'll tell you what it's really about. None of that. It's about who has the nicest practice facility and gymnasium because only three colleges bring in actual talented players. Uh-huh.
1: Well, not a slap in the face to women's basketball, the facilities? I did see what you were talking about. During yeah. the tournament? That was an outrage. That's how the, like,
3: I don't want to go on this rant again. But, like, Tennessee, Baylor, Connecticut, who are we missing? Those are it,
1: the three. There's an upstart. Every once in a while, he gets a local superstar. But, yes, yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those three every year. Good luck.
3: because you, you get to pick, right? You're the best player in the country. You get to pick. Yeah. UCLA sometimes. You get to pick. No, you're not going to go to literally anywhere else. They have a staff to support you and help you. Other schools don't do that. It's bogus. I, you know how I feel about Title IX. <laughs> you should want to do it. I know I'm, like, talking about, like, morals and beliefs or whatever, but, like, in my heart, you should want to provide equal. 100%. On your own accord. Sure. Equal facilities. Sure. Equal investment in money. Sure. Equal time. Sure. Equal emphasis. Sure. Equal classrooms. Sure. You shouldn't have to be told to do it by Title IX.
1: Right. Title IX is a joke. But also you force people to do it. A good example is the NBA and the WNBA. Like how little these professional athletes make in the WNBA. Yes. The problem is, in 2019, WNBA generated 25 million in profit. The NBA generated 1.6 billion in profit. It's, that's why that's why they're paid. Yeah. If two doctor, if a woman and a male doctor have the same credentials, and the man gets paid more, that's inequality, and that should not exist. Yes. A babysitter should not get paid the same as an ice road trucker.
3: You're losing me at this one? (laughs) Okay.
1: Those are apples and oranges. Oh, okay. Yes. WNBA and NBA shouldn't make the same. WNBA players should progressively make more and more as their league grows and they're more profitable. But just saying they they do the same thing, they play the same sport, they should paid the same. That's ridiculous.
3: Yes. It's sports.
1: It's entertainment. That's my babysitter ice road trucker. Okay. Now I get it. Okay. You're with me.
3: I'm with you. Yeah. The WNBA is subsidized by the NBA, correct? Okay, just so there's no confusion. And I'm not saying women's collegiate sports has to be subsidized. I'm not saying that. Yeah, like
1: but you should thinking, give them the same access to. The, that's what I'm saying. Same access to the facilities. Yes, and s- instead of giving them like two buckets filled with water, you're not you say go crazy.
3: What is it go, absurd? Go lift. Vital to think. Is it absurd to think? Hey, they should have the exact same number of athletic tape. <laughs> like that's not absurd. That's an no. easy one. No. Today's varsity. When we get back, dumb reasons that you were late. This one hits home with your boy Van.
1: <laughs> it's recent.
3: Full disclosure: This is ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, ninety-five point nine FM, AM six ten. The sports animal. We had a good program today. We have a lot of friends of the show, Dan, Lenny, Howard. It's nice when they take the time. If you get a chance, watch this Blockbuster documentary on Netflix. It's
1: about nostalgia. I love how ironic that is. Yes, same. The company that put Blockbuster out of business is doing a documentary on Blockbuster. (laughs) Oh, Oh, give me all that you got. What I'm going to do
3: is I'm going to kill you and I'm going to mount your head on the wall. That's what Netflix did to Blockbuster. Spoiler alert, they claim they didn't in the documentary. Check it out, though. It's about the last Blockbuster. Okay, Vital. Best, or I don't know, worse. I don't know which one this is. Say top. Reasons. Top. Excuses for being late. And we're going to say to work, okay? Not everyone's so fortunate to have the job we have where we're excited to come every day. Sure. Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first?
1: Sure. I'll take it. Go. So I got this new bowl and it's in the shape of a maid. No. See, you did that this morning. (laughs) And my dogs take longer to eat now. Mm Mm-hmm. So I didn't account for that. I used to have a spreadsheet.
3: (laughs) When I was the boss of a job here in town and I would put a tally next to every time that someone's grandparent died, some people, and by the way, families are very diverse. Now I recognize that connections can be made in a lot of different ways. Sure. The way you identify your direct family, but if you have upwards of six or seven grandparents that die over the course of one or two years, yeah, we need to look at the diet that is in the life of these people that you associate with. It's corn.
1: So I'm gonna say uh, the passing of a grandparent for the second, third, or fourth time is multiple. N- yes. Well, I was supposed to say third, fourth, or fifth time. So that's on my list.
0: How about a family emergency. That's oh.
1: yeah.
3: Family emergency. What does that even mean? What does it mean? Yeah. Are you a doctor? Yeah. Well, sorry. We had a family emergency. Mm -hmm. Does that mean the dog got out? Like, what does that
1: mean? Right next to your uh, spreadsheet of multiple dead grandparents. Did you also have a spreadsheet of lady problems? (sighs) One time I had a guy told me he had morning sickness and I said, (laughs) what? It's called a hangover. Yeah. Figure it out. It's a hangover. Steve. My favorite is, I got arrested. <laughs> yeah, No, you didn't. <laughs> I'm making the typing noise. Yeah. if You can't hear that in the mic. Just look it up immediately. Because according to this, you did not. You're a liar. You're a liar.
0: My coffee was too hot and I couldn't leave until it cooled off. That That's
3: one. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Oh, sorry, my basement flooded. Well, here's the thing, guy. We're on top of a mountain. <laughs> you don't have a basement here. Because if you were in a home that could afford a basement, you wouldn't be working this job. You don't have a basement.
1: It did not flood. I, I, got, this, I got this new um, alarm app on my phone. And I didn't know how to work it
3: right. That one's happened to me. That one has literally happened to me where it's like- The once, though. They're texting me and they're like, uh, sorry, I'm late. I lost my phone. You're literally texting me. You're texting me. Texting me. Yeah, You're yeah. texting me on the phone that you lost?
1: Car trouble is like the naturally, that's the most overused one ever. That one
3: is That one is my pet peeve. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'll come scoop you up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: cool. I'm five minutes away. I'll come get you.
3: Yeah, no, no, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll take you home too. It's no big deal. In fact, I'll let you step away for a little bit so you can call your mechanic, figure it out. We got you. You know why? I
1: care about you. Hey, you want to hear the best one? What's that? Like an actual good one? Yeah. One that I've used. Okay. Mental health day. Oh, yeah, I've used that one. It's so important yep. for like a functioning workplace to realize that work is hard. Life is hard. Sometimes if you're not going to bring your A game to work, take a day. Mm-hmm. They're very important. You making your employee come to work when they're not in a good way. It's bad. It's very bad. It's very bad. It's bad for morale. It's bad for production. Allow mental health days.
0: I thought Halloween was a work holiday. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was when, so I used to run a health club here in town, and I would sit down with new hires, and I would say, here's the thing, guys. We're open on weekends and holidays. I say that to you in the interview. <laughs> There's no confusion. The Friday after Thanksgiving, you have to come to work. And when, like, people lie about it, like, real quick, it takes me to go to Instagram and see the lie that you just told me. Yeah. And what if it's, like, something you can't take back? Like, I'm going to go back to the grandparent one, right? Like, oh, my grandparents died. I'm like, oh, cool. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry for your loss. Let me know what day you need off for the funeral. That never shows up. Right. That never shows up. Oh, it
1: just happened to be in my day off. No, it didn't. It's like, oh my goodness, you need some time? Come
3: to my r- office. Let's I talk it.
0: R- I ran out of milk for my cereal, so I had to go to the convenience <sighs> store and eat before I come to work. It's not open yet.
1: I'll let you do that once. I'll give you that one once. Yeah.
3: You know, like Here's a real one I will give you. It sounds absurd, right? But if, if Vital were to call us, if he were to call us and be like, hey guys, I'm going to be late like, producing. I'm trying to get out the front door, but there's a huge ass spider in front of it, and I'm terrified, <laughs> and I can't get through the door. You know what? I guess Vital, I get it. I get a rational fear. And for you to be able to communicate that,
1: you're a dude. Well, hypothetically. 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 If Vital's late, he's fired first time. Yeah. Well, right. duh. You yeah. Immediately I'm fired. Done. <laughs> yeah. You get a zero chance policy here. Here's
3: how Vital calls us if he's late. Vital calls, he says, Hey, guys, it's going to be late today. I got uh, better things to do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <What? It's> like, <laughs> I decided I'm not really into you guys anymore, so figure it out.
0: Just You guys are disclaimers to me now. That's all you mean to me.
1: You're just a disclaimer to me.
3: Vitale is down by like uh, the Rio. He lives in the Bosque. He's like, there's a goose chasing me.
1: Yeah. We're like,
3: oh, okay. It's terrifying. Totally understand.
1: I got halfway to work and I realized I forgot my keys. How are you in the car? <laughs> exactly. Today was a good program. Aren't
3: they always? We are fortunate to do as well as we do.
1: It's all luck. We keep getting lucky every week.
3: Hey, sorry, guys. There was like this alpaca farm I was looking up some facts on. Like
1: what? Oh, you're talking about alfactas? Thank you. You're welcome. Any final words before we let it go, man? Oh, too much for the time allotted. Good job, everyone. GG. See you next week, Burke.